All right, we're going. Um, what were you saying? I literally didn't hear you. Um, <laughs> that Ted Bundy movie with uh, Zac Efron got bought by uh, Amazon, so they're going to put it out, which is interesting because they've also had that Ted Bundy documentary. Amazon did? Not Amazon, damn it. Uh, Netflix. Oh, okay. So they had that Ted Bundy documentary, and it's just like, and I remember thinking like, oh, that's going to hype people up to go see that movie, I bet. And then now they, I mean, they made the smart decision about the rights to that movie, so they're just going to hype themselves up. Although, this sounds like a, it probably has an easy answer, but I never thought about this until you brought it up. It's like, how does Netflix make money when they invest in movies? Because they already have the subscribers. You know what I mean? Like, how do they make more money when they already have subscribers? Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't know how to phrase that. Well, like, look at it this way. If you're, if you're getting $100 a month, we'll just make it really simple. And you're putting out a, a movie, and the movie does really well, and people are paying like you get you like the revenue you get each month is going to be a hundred dollars, so you can only make twelve hundred dollars a year. And let's say you put out a movie that costs you like three thousand, and it, everybody loves it, and everybody watches it, you're still like negative money. You know what I mean? Like you didn't make yeah. anything off of it. You just now have. And also, at this point, Netflix has been around for what almost like ten years. I don't know how long the streaming service has been around, but oh. the. Uh, this, the Netflix has definitely been around for 10 years now, but, like... They used to sell 10 DVDs everywhere. Yeah. So, like, who... That's like, weird. It's my, like, I totally forgot that was a thing, even though we used to subscribe to that, too. We really did. It was, like, a weird dream I had or something. Like, it's like... <laughs> you know, like, wait, Netflix? They, they, I was like, I had this dream that Netflix sent me DVDs in the mail, and I, but, like, then I had to send them back. It was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I remember we used to fight over the list of what we were getting next and all that. But, like, think about it this way. For a long time, I was just getting the lost DVDs over that. Yeah. How are they going to make any money? Like, the everybody who has Netflix has already has it, or everyone who ever get it will probably already has it, and everybody shares it. So they can only make, like, they are kind of, like, footholding themselves, I guess. You know, honestly, the it, do they still do, do they still rent out, like, discs? Because it'd be kind of worth it for the Blu-ray. Because, I mean, they don't have the rights to stream everything. You're right. Well, yeah, because no, remember, there's when you search for stuff, if they don't have it, it'll it'll say disc only. Because like it'd be cool to just be like, I might actually pay pay extra money because it'd be kind of cool to just be extra. like, I think you just have to turn it on. Don't you think it'd be cool to be like, hey, let's watch so and so? Like, we'll just like go through and be like, here's some movies that aren't on Netflix, and like, and then every once in a while something comes in the mail, like, yeah, let's watch that. I don't know, I'd be down to do that. Yeah, because there's a couple of movies. Um, that like like Korean movies a bit we could probably get some. Well, it's like we plan movie rate. nights as it is anyway, so I mean that kind of still true. works. Yeah, I'll look into that. Um, side note: What did you guys think of uh, Overlord? It was good. I liked yeah. it. I liked it. <clears throat> it was one of those ones I saw in theaters and like nobody was there, and I was like, I feel like it this definitely is felt be... like it would have been more uh, exciting in the theater. Yeah. I think so. I liked it more the second time I saw it, especially when you realized, I was like, oh, I wonder if there's going to be like pacing issues because that's usually the problem. And I was like, oh, every time it would slow down, something else would happen to drive the story forward. So I could also see them doing a sequel, with maybe like not the same characters, but like something else. You know what I mean? Like they kind of like a, a Cloverfield almost where it's like they're all loosely connected. Well, after it came out, I don't know if you guys noticed, they're like, what the hell is this thing? It looks like a jackal. And then you never see any of those things. I think in the sequel, there's going to be like dogs and shit. That could be interesting. So... I think what they were trying to do at the end of that was like, oh, on to the next one, and there's like more labs and all that. So uh, I'm hoping that they get money to do another one, and then it's just like more violent and over the top. Yeah, that's definitely a director that'd be interesting to watch because he clearly has like a good eye for like weird, um, 
like very 80s style horror movies, which reminds me, speaking of 80s style horror movies, fucking Velvet Buzzsaw was, yeah, that was a, I enjoyed it, but that was a weird, like you, you don't really see movies like that anymore. Like, it, like you said, the movie it reminded me most of was American Psycho with a tone where it's like, it's serious, but it's like, so the things people are, it's almost like a, like a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. I also got the vibe that that was this Dan Gilroy who did Nightcrawler for anyone who, um, he wrote a couple other things that are famous too, but I can't remember what they are. Like more mainstream movies. It's not everyone's seen Nightcrawler, although that's a fucking good movie. Oh, I got a, a notification from SoundCloud. And it was like, Badoof likes one of your tracks. It's like, the, the who? Badoof. Somebody um, flexed one of our tracks. You flexed yeah. it? Yeah. Um, Did he flex it? I like the Jake Hall in that movie, though. He was good. I'm always on board with Jake Hall. Yeah, he just makes weird choices, you know? Yeah, true. He's also like a, a chameleon in everything he does. Like every everything he's yeah. in, I'm like... Because, like, that Life movie wasn't that good, but I was like, eh, it's worth watching for Jake Gyllenhaal. Or, like, that one boxing movie would have been lame if it wasn't him in it. Yeah, I really liked him in that. Again, Nightcrawler, I'm down to rewatch. That was amazing. That's um, a good movie, yeah. To me, this was his hereditary, if that makes sense. Like, he was making a slow burn, like, everything goes crazy at the end and all that. The only problem I had with it was, like, Jake Gyllenhaal's death and all that and, like, everything. I'm like, oh, I wanted to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I really liked it. I have a feeling that it'll find its audience and people... It's like I consider that to be like a prestige horror too as well. Oh, Daniel Dan Gilroy is, is married to Renee Russo? I didn't know that. Uh who's that? An actress. Is it one of the Russo brothers? I'm trying to see um what else he wrote that was like famous cuz I know he wrote some other movies. But sometimes when you try to use the internet you just you play yourself. Yeah. Uh move your mic a little closer to you. Uh, like right here's he wrote here. Real Steel no <laughs> and The Born <laughs> The Born Legacy uh, you see that movie Real Dan Steel? Gilroy did no I never did it's pretty troll I don't know which one Real Steel is that the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg no it's the one with uh, Hugh Jackman oh Hugh Jackman it's like the robot Hugh wait he wrote Kong Skull Island did you know that no oh Who, Dan and Gilroy Roman did? J. Israel Esquire I heard that's great I never saw that it's uh, Denzel yeah. Washington. I'll watch anything. I mean, I love uh, Kong Skull Island, or Skull Island. I mean, it's easier to just call it that. That's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I like that yeah. a lot. I feel like nobody really ever gives that movie the credit it deserves, but... I wish they'd do another one, honestly, but with the same people, like, same director and everything. Yeah. That's the other thing, too, is that movie had, like, nothing but good character actors in it. Who was the, the British guy? He's Thor's brother. Who's the actor that plays Thor's brother? Uh, Loki, uh, Tom Hiddleston. That guy's good. I liked him a lot. Now that the left head or the right headphone broke again, so I'm just gonna take it off. Oh but, shit! I mean, I'll figure it out. Uh, clearly, it's like a a plug issue somewhere. Yeah, possibly. You good? Hey. Um, oh fuck. Woo wee! So, how was your first gym experience back? Went okay. Wasn't too bad. Thirty minutes isn't so bad when you distract yourself, huh? Yeah. Or I was you... watching a, uh, not Judge Judy. Oh, she was on last time I was there. I can't. What was I? What was on? It was another show like that. Fuck. What was it? Because it was keeping me sufficiently distracted where I was like, okay, I'll just pay attention. I to usually this. watch. For some reason, there's always tennis matches on. I don't know if Wimbledon was happening or something. There was a documentary about John Gotti. That was one of the things I was watching. And then every time it would cut to, I, I don't know. I, it was some other ju- judge show, but I can't remember what it was. Judge Joe Brown, maybe? I don't know. Those are always great. I don't know if they're scripted, but I feel like they are. Yeah. Those are pretty, <laughs> uh, like, just, it's, 
something very simple, and it's just like it's kind of like the Steve Harvey thing, where it's like, uh, was it is it Family Feud? Yeah. yeah, it's like it's not important what they say; it's how the person controlling everything reacts. So it's Pretty like much. the judge and Steve Harvey are like the same person almost. Like th- those videos are so cringe though, where they're like, "Name a part that your husband likes to play with," and then he goes, "Boner." <laughs> oh yeah, and then he just looks like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" It's <laughs> like so you can't say boner. You can't say you can't say boner. I got a mustache. <laughs> Also, the, the Kanye West Kim Kardashian one was very lackluster. Was like very it wasn't. Cringe, dude. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. You didn't watch it? No. Oh, I feel like I it wasn't that. like they were literally actually trying to play, but it was like they. I, I don't they know. Lost. They were like too good at it for it to be funny. Who were they playing against? It was um, the other Kanye and Kim with like Kylie or Kendall or Jenner or whatever, and then the other the other side was like Rob Kardashian and oh. like uh, like the it was like the family versus the family essentially. So. But it, the whole time they kept mentioning how they loved the show, so like they were like really prepared for the answers and all that. So you're like, no, no, like it's funnier when they're stupid. Like that was yeah. one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. When that one lady, he's like, uh, "Mama, dude, use a name that you would just call your mother." Mom. And like, "Mama and mom were on the board," and, she, and he's like, "This one lady just keeps saying mom." He's like, "It's already on the board." Yeah. And eventually he's like, "Just say what you would call your mom." In any situation, he's like, "Well, I call her mama, but it's already on the board." Like it's just the amount of stupidity coming from on that one for lady. So fucking they did it like long. eight times, dude. and the, and she couldn't feed, dude. Like no matter how he tried to explain to her, like you can't. That's not it. You can't use that answer. <laughs> she just wouldn't accept that. Mm-hmm. Now it's fascinating. That could have been a scripted sort of event, but I don't know. Maybe that seems like not. true ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Who posted the thing that was like the Super Bowl um, tanked? Let me see. I'm trying to find know. something here. I mean, I said it sucked. But I heard it was the lowest scoring one in Super Bowl history. It was history. so boring. But man. is that bad, though? I mean, soccer Good. usually has different I scores, guess. My thing, though, is like if both team has three points until the last quarter of the game, isn't that like an interesting game because they're not scoring? I didn't watch it, so I don't know. I don't know. I have no interest in football. I'm not even either. trying to be a hipster when I say it that. Because it, it, it's like I can watch baseball or basketball. I can even watch soccer, but football to me is so fucking boring. Well, yeah. and then... I tried watching the um, NFC championship, like you know, like it, it, like the the actual league championship games to see who goes to the Super Bowl. Caught the last hour of it, which is like five minutes of game time because they they the Super Bowl is literally just a money maker because it just milks commercials and people know it, but they buy into it now. So it's like I, I don't know. Yeah, that's like the greatest trick the devil devil ever pulled was to get people to watch commercials on TV again. It's like and apparently no one played any commercials for any like movies that were good. I was or, gonna say there was like. They there was supposed to be a trailer for that scary stories to tell in the dark, but the, it was like a thirty second. Like, well, clip. what is was that? Because you said you were looking forward to it, and then the only thing I saw was like, there was like a fat clown on the poster, so I don't know what that. What it's that like means. A, it was this book series. Um, I actually have, I think I have like the like either an omnibus or like a box set or something of all the ones I got at like a yard sale one time. It was pretty rad, but it's uh, these it's like it, these books with like really really creepy like drawings in them, and they're about um like uh short stories that are just like from around the world basically and they like retell them for kids and it, it shouldn't be scary but it is just how fucking i don't know there's, there's some pretty creepy ones in there like it's worth it's worth looking into but yeah they're making it into a movie and it looks like like a like a um anthology yeah and it looks like the movie's gonna be kind of like a creep show for kids with a bunch of different stories going and it, like one of the ones that's really famous is about like a like a killer scarecrow and that's one of the i think that's the clown thing you were thinking of Yes, yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, it should be cool because it looks like they're unlike the Goosebumps movie, which I I also actually liked. They're they're taking it like super serious, even though it's for kids. So I'm kind of that that thing's for kids. Yeah, this 
the one with the clown? It's called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. That's like the whole point. It's like they're for children. But is it going to be like infirmature or like? I don't know what it's going to be rated, but I, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be the movie's supposed to be for kids. I'm looking it up right now, but there's a they actually, somebody actually made a documentary about it like a year or two ago about the book series, kind of like uh, how they keep doing that for movies lately. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the um, what was that? That's the one about the Superman movie they never made with Nicolas Cage and Tim Burton. That was a pretty interesting. Documentary. The documentary was was it, what was it called? Like uh, it was the death of Superman lives. Yeah, well, they did one about Dune too. Same people, right? Yeah, Joe Dorowski's Dune. Uh, I also apparently they did. Um, a couple years ago, there was a documentary. And I can't remember what it's called because it's just numbers, but it's it's about it's specifically about the scene in um, Psycho, the shower scene, and that's like the whole documentary is just about the shower scene and like it breaks down why it was interesting. And the guy did a new movie that just played at festivals um, about the scene in Alien where the chestburster first comes out, and it's just about that scene and like the impact of that scene. I'm like, I kind of want to watch a movie that just is that highly focused. You know what I mean? On like one scene from a movie, that's kind of interesting. I mean, if you're me. Uh, that might not be interesting <laughs> to like faith. I just realized, but uh, I don't know. I'm I'm in like a documentary mode, and I liked the idea. I never got to finish it, but the, was it Room Two Hundred Three or whatever? Yeah, that's definitely. We should totally like watch that. Remember, uh, we started it when. Oh no, we couldn't find the actual movie, so we were just watching scenes. It was from on it. YouTube, I think. Like, but it was one of those where it's like mirrored and flipped, and like like a tiny little box or whatever. Yeah, I hate that. Like, we what would we used to watch? something and it was in like oh it was jersey shore and it was all like everybody was on the opposite side of the screen where they should oh, yeah. be oh yeah so every time there would be me. subtitles it would, it would be like reversed and then their voices were higher pitched so that they wouldn't yeah. get copyrighted there's like a ton <laughs> of new um jersey shore episodes we haven't seen yet really? i know it's probably just not good though i'm sure it's not yeah but ne- none of it was good i like watching it, upon yeah. revisiting it i just yeah, liked I the idea that it was trash yeah because especially now, because Ronnie just keeps fucking up so bad. Yeah, like how does he do Ronnie, it? Yeah, what does he? How? Do now? <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna flip these coals. Keep well, this now, going. Now there's that new show coming too, where it's um, pa- Vinny and Polly D, and it's kind of like Flavor really? of Love, like they're living in a house. I think it's like I think it's actually called a a, a double shot at love or something. Because wasn't huh. that wasn't that the name of that Tila Tequila? <laughs> oh yeah, well, <laughs> shot of love with Tila before Tequila. Before she became like a neo Nazi or something, like, like not literally, but. <sighs> But isn't she like? Um, she was the like first a, one to get a million followers on MySpace. Really? Wow, that's that's an that's like a grandpa sentence. That is. That's like <laughs> talking about like storming Normandy or whatever. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking internet history, bro. Yeah, dude, internet history makes me feel old sometimes. Like I was telling really Joel about like Zanga, and he was like, "What's Zanga?" And I was just like, "Oh my god, dude!" Like if, if, I, said, if you said the word Zanga to me, that sounds like a dating app. I was like trying to explain True. like Live Journal and Friendster and shit like that, like fucking fucking Neopets and <laughs> LimeWire, yeah, LimeWire, Lime Napster, Shoutcast. Shoutcast. I think Napster was before my time. Napster, I remember. Really, you never used Napster? No, That's I used LimeWire though. Napster was how I first heard fucking uh, Lincoln Park. I remember like they, it was like hot new music section or whatever, and it was mm-hmm. uh, whatever that song is. Where he's like, "Shut up, when you're talking to me." And I remember listening to that, and I was like. Nine or whatever, fucking however many years. It's like, old. yeah, I'm bad. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. for me, because my, my thought process was like, I don't know if I should be listening to this. Like, <laughs> that was, I remember, dude, when I, when I got Enema of the State for Christmas, uh, yep. and I remember listening to it, like, oh, I better never let my parents find this. Like, I, I, like, I remember that one song, because he says, like, uh, forgive my neighbor Bob, I think dog. he helped the dog. Yeah, I remember being like, if, <laughs> if my parents ever hear this, they're going to fucking shoot me in the head with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
there was that, and remember back in the day, like in ear headphones like didn't exist for non musicians for like ever. And like we had those like those really cheap ten dollars Sony ones. Yeah. Oh, like, the over ear ones. Yes, Didn't and like there was one. Years. Those headphones were like everybody around you could hear what you were listening to louder than you could. Yep. So I remember on a trip listening. It's like all right, listen up, you motherfuckers. Like, for that one song, and it's like my mom and dad were like, what, what, what are you listening to? And I, it was like, let's go to a party. <laughs> so I remember I got we had listened to that in some forty one so much that I knew the parts that I would just hold my finger on the volume like because it, it oh, was yeah. it was a volume wheel. And I would just slide it down whenever there was a curse word, like, nah. every time. And uh, I remember... Then it turned out our parents never really cared. Yeah, no one ever... We, they never gave a shit what music we listened to, so I don't know why. Yeah, my, uh, my parents never cared what music like, I listened to either. I, can't, I remember, like, Drew, I remember his parents wouldn't let him listen to Metallica. Like, really? Big thing. Like, it's like... Well, like, for us, it was about, like, my mom and dad would rent... And I often have thought about this, like, why me and Rob never gave a shit about, like, American Pie or those kinds of movies... They would rent them, like, back when VHSs were a thing from the video store, and then we were, like, banished to our room so they can watch the movie, essentially. And I remember being in the hallway, like, trying to listen in or, like, spot a titty, essentially. Spot a titty. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it was one of those things where, like, our parents cared about us seeing boobs way more than violence or just language. So, Mm. like, music was never a problem. Like we could see nudity in a movie if it was like Die Hard, where the only the only nudity is the like oh, the that, poster. Oh uh, well, and then oh yeah, they walk into the room. Where, yeah, 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 where they're I doing fucking coke that. and fucking. The one I just remember specifically is like it's so. I wonder if it was even scripted. Bruce Willis keeps walking by the same spot, and there's like a naked poster, and mm-hmm. like he keeps smacking it every time he walks by. To be like, okay, I know where I'm at, kind of thing. <coughs> like right after the the roof scene. Yeah. So that. Also, um, Metal Gear Solid does that a lot too. Like where there'll be like posters and all. And I think it's a throwback to that. But mm. yeah, we know that. AFC was marathoning all the Die Hard. Well, all the, the first three, I think it was on Christmas Day. That was pretty rad. I watched the first one like three times. Die Hard one, great. Die Hard two, not that great. Die, Die Hard two is probably if we're not counting the fifth one, like the one where they go to Russia or whatever. I think Die Hard two might be the worst. I never think about Die Hard two. Like, yeah, I, I couldn't even really tell you. It's about Die Hard that. and then Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance is so fucking good that it's almost better than Die like, Hard four was pretty good. Yeah, I, I enjoy Die Hard four. Although, like mm. Michael Scott says, like he starts off and he's just a, a New York cop, and then by by the time that one, she's like shooting a car into a helicopter. Just an like, just an action movie star. Yeah. It's pretty different. Because then the fifth one is... That's the pretty good. Is the fifth one with his son? Yeah, with his son, and he goes to Russia. Yeah. That one was lame. I finally... Did you watch it? I until like a year ago or something, Uh and I was just like... Because I think I watched them all from start to finish, and I was like, I'll just get to the fifth one now. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just so fucking boring. And they're making another one, too, and it's like, dude, it's like yeah, Indiana Jones. Like, how the fuck are uh, they making another Indiana Jones? He's so old. <laughs> Let him die. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Willis? Oh, uh, yeah. They're, they're, no, not, he's not being Indiana Jones, but I mean... Harrison they're Ford. Die Hard, they're making another yeah. Die Hard, and they're making another Indiana Jones right now. Like, oh, I my know. God. I, I still think, though, if you made a really serious... Um, do what they movie. did with Wolverine. Yeah, I was gonna say, make it like make it like a Logan movie, but with Indiana Jones, and it's like it's in like the late sixties, and he's in like Venezuela hunting Nazi war criminals, and then like just make it very like low key, and then look with a couple short bursts of like action scenes. I think that'd be fucking cool, dude. Mm. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and have it like he could have like a Shia LaBeouf young version with him, but like they need to not get along and I also be related think, at uh, all. If they're gonna do another Die Hard movie, they should literally make it like where like take 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 a hit from the first one, make it one single location that's like a big location, mm-hmm. and then have it be like minimal like it's minimal action. It's it's mostly like 
Because like to think of the first one, there's action scenes in it, but it's like it's a lot of dialogue. Nothing that yeah, it's exactly nothing that would like. It's kill a lot him. of strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's him sneaking around. Like you could easily make another movie where well, here's it's, the thing: the, him as an old man, you can't make Die Hard and shooting him and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to be a young man to do that. You can't right. make Die Hard with a Vengeance or even Four again. But like number one, you could do like. Number one, you could put like a ninety-year-old man in there, and he would still obviously the scenes where he's like one-on-one <laughs> fighting someone, they wouldn't be as clean. But like, I think but, I mean take, that just makes it more interesting. Yeah, yeah you, you could, could take Bruce Willis now, like literally today, and redo number one, and like say that one didn't exist, and it would be a perfect movie. Yeah, because he's so old, it's like one of those things where he's like, "I'm a retired cop," and they're like, "No, mm. we're police officers. We don't need your help." And he's like, "Fuck that!" And like he's still, you know what I mean? Because like the whole to see him team up with Samuel Jackson again. Huh? <laughs> there's Definitely. there's something about '80s and '90s action movies that I don't think it was you, just right. you just can't really replicate today without it being you know, campy. It is, it's technology. Yeah, without it being Cell phones campy. ruin movies. I yeah. think story wise, a lot of it was just like because Reagan was president <laughs> and everyone, nobody gave a shit about being politically correct, so they would just. All the bad guys are always like terrorists and shit. Like the bad guys, fucking back Russians, are terrorists. Yeah, like, that's so weird. <laughs> well, not only that, like Reagan's era of like politics was so concerned with music that they didn't give a shit about violence in movies for some reason. Well, it was I, all about like censoring NWA and like putting the parental advisory on everything. But no one went after like movies for being over the top violent and all that. The eighties is like the like what officially killed the hippies. Like you know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. when like everybody like gave up the idea of like peace and love and was like let's. Do everything. It's a Gordon Gecko thing where it's like, you know, greed is good. Do everything you can to get ahead. So it's like, all, like everything was excessive, and that's like when cocaine was a thing. It's like so. I mean, obviously, it's still a thing and was before then, but it's like mm. that's you know what I mean. That's well, and like I, you can see that even in music because like the hippie style of like music stopped, and then punk music came into uh, into like place. The late seventies. Like, then you have overproduced pop music. You know. Yeah. Well, like you also have like, bands overproduced. like Metallica that are like, let's go as fast as we can, and like Slayer and and all those, but uh. It's like the whole proto-punk scenes. Like, you could really see where punk got its, like, style from when you listen to, like, the Stooges or the Modern Lovers, and then, like, you... Even the Velvet Underground is considered proto-punk, so it's, like, one of those things where you go into the, the next era, and then also, like you said, it's overproduced pop music, so it's, like, a complete opposite, and they're both really popular and all that, mm. so... Wasn't Dinosaur Jr. a punk band before? Yeah, they were yeah, called they were Deep called, Wound. Uh, Deep Wound, and they had the... It was the... It was the... Um, Jay Massis and the, and the original drummer... Mm. Uh, like when they when they joined up to do Dinosaur Jr. again, mm-hmm. uh, I went to go see him and they played a couple Deep Wound songs. Oh, really? Sean didn't know that they used to be that band. He's like, "Holy shit, dude, that's a Deep Wound song!" And I was like, "Yeah, that, that was their like original band." He's like, "What the fuck?" And like, they played like two or three of their songs, and then they played just like Heaven, which was amazing, and Feel the Pain. Like, they played every song you would want to hear. It was a I great always live show. <coughs> like at work, some guys like, "Yeah, it just sucks that bands like ACDC and like Zeppelin them they're still together, but like they make new music and it sucks." And I was like, "Yeah, but there's some bands that get even better." Like. I would go see ACDC. Well, ACDC. Oh, so Led to be honest, huh? <laughs> two, yeah, two of their band members are dead now. True. Well, ACDC uh, you know who's the le- because of one of the yeah. band members dying. You know so. who's the lead know. singer for ACDC now? I think it's fucking um, Axl Rose. Wait, <laughs> the other guy died too? Uh, yeah, the Angus guitarist. Young. Yeah, Angus Young did. Oh, no, wait. It is his brother. His brother dead. Wait. Who was the lead singer? Angus Young is the famous guitarist. The lead singer replaced the original guitar. I thought Angus Young was the singer. No, he was, no, a, guitar was a guitarist. I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, was so it Bon Scott, Steve, or somebody who's into uh, music is like, you guys are fucking stupid. Uh, I liked their early stuff just as much as their later stuff because their yeah. early stuff sounds more like punk music, like TNT. Yeah. That's all yeah. fucking rules. Oh. That song just reminds me of fucking uh, Tony Hawk's Three or Musical. Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. That's a fucking rad song. Oh, um, it was Angus Young's older brother, Malcolm Young. Oh yeah. yeah. Malcolm Young. Uh, you know it's funny. They died at sixty four. That sucks. Damn. They um. 
they used to be like a uh, more like a Beatles style band when they first started. They had a different name and everything too, and they played like like really generic like love songs, which is kind of funny. I remember I saw that on Cracked. Like they had a mm. video of one of their early early performances. Well, same thing if you like when before Zeppelin was even a thing. Uh, Jimmy Page was like a like he was a paid guitarist to do like music for ads and stuff well, like that. He was that. a session guitarist for the Birds too. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that? Eric Clapton's band, like before he did, yeah, uh, and somebody Creed. else too. I, I don't know. I, I, was it the Yardbirds or the Birds? I don't. I mean, it might have been the Yardbirds. I just realized because the Yardbirds is Eric Clapton's band, like the first one, and then he did Cream, and then he went solo. Which I I got really <laughs> sick like a couple of years ago, and I, we have there's a music channel that like all it does is play documentaries about bands, and like I watched the one about him, and I was like Jesus, his son fell off like a roof or something when he was like three years old, like on their apartment or whatever. It's fucking terrible. And, and that's one, why I wrote that teardrop from heaven, right? Yeah, and then one that was really interesting was uh, Steamy, no Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie, Stevie Ray Vaughan is fucking South Park. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I shit. Know. Yeah, shit's <laughs> uh, That was like the last good episode. I feel yeah, like of that true. show. I mean, there's a couple good ones here and there, but that show hasn't been. I'm not sure what it's doing now. One of the funniest ones is when uh, weeds legalized or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, when they get Just getting like, a little school, cancer yeah. stand. One of the funny, I think it's the same season, but the Halloween one where he buys a blockbuster is fucking that one's hilarious. amazing too. Yeah. Well, because the whole time, like, uh, he's on the iPad or whatever. Stan, <laughs> Stan, <Stanny> boy. <laughs> Just that ends, and she's like, "You want to go to McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> you gonna get some McNuggets? Okay. <laughs> uh, we still need to watch the Amazon episode." Oh yeah, I hear that, that one's good. Probably be There's an Amazon episode. They did one about Amazon like warehouses. Oh, <laughs> oh! Uh, coming back to ACDC, yeah, uh, lead singer Brian Young, he left That's the band. That's what it was. I knew it was yeah. Young. Yeah, he uh, he left the band because of hearing loss. Oh, yeah. interesting. So it's not the original lineup. Yeah, either. it's, yeah. So. Well, then I retract that. I just remember uh, Ben Poland got to go see him when we were in high school, and I was like, damn, I'd be down to go see that. Like, mm. Remember wristbands were like a big deal in high school? I do. <coughs> The fuck? A, you don't remember that? I do. Yeah, they were. It was like you go to Hot Topic, and for four dollars, dude, it's almost nothing. Four dollars, you can get the a same wristband. one, like the silicone ones. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You can get a wristband, and Xbox you can get one, one with like bands on it, or Invader Zim, or like I don't know, other like uh, what was popular at the time? Family Guy, uh, The Simpsons. Well, I remember you had a Blink One Eighty Two one. We both had. DC I had the Rabbit Blink One Eighty Two one right after the. What was the? Is it the self title with the pink out the disc? Oh, uh, with just the the happy face with the arrows. Yeah, yeah. this is like down and all that. Mm. Uh, actually, a great album. I, I watched. Remember, uh, you got that on Christmas. That was a great Christmas. I watched that fire. Yeah, that's actually when I think about Blink One Eighty Two. I'm like, actually, I think Enema like of the State, and then that one's probably my favorite. Um, Take off your pants and jacket has some good stuff in it too. But I watched that fire documentary with Mom today, and uh, she was like, uh, "Are these bands popular?" And I was like, "Blink One Eighty Two. You don't remember like we used to listen to them back in the day?" And she's like, "Oh, I don't know. One like, of the biggest pop pump fans of the '90s. I would argue ever. <laughs> yeah." I was yeah. trying to explain to her too. I was just like, this. I can't think of another band that would surpass them as far as pop punk goes. We were talking about the music, and she was like, "So are these pa- are these like popular people?" And I was like, "Yeah, Major Lazer. I mean, not so much now, but like when this Back happened, then, yeah." Mm-hmm. And Apparently, she was like, that... oh, "Was this like ten years ago?" And I was like, "This was like two years ago." Yeah, <laughs> like, she was like, "Oh, I had no idea. It was, I think it was last summer." Was yeah, I was, was trying to remember, last summer. Yeah. Yeah. Was it last as soon year? as it started, it people were like, like "There's a documentary right? coming," mm-hmm. and not only that, we got two two fantastic ones. Apparently, the one that they got a lot of people, and I didn't know about this until I read an article from um, uh, whenever, what's the AV Club actually when they do music shit, they know what they're talking about. 
was saying it's like really impossible to get this. Uh, it's called Aphex Twins or something like that. They're, that guy like is it's always it's sold Apex out. Twin? Something like that. Yeah, it's always yeah, sold he's out. Super cringe, honestly. Yeah, and like so the fact that that guy was going to be there was like a big deal. So a lot of people bought it for that specifically. So good to know that a lot of people uh, bought into. Well, the they hybrid. were also implying that Kanye West might be there because they were like, oh, the good music people. Yeah, good music, show. but they didn't say Kanye West or yeah. who would be a part. Good music covers kind of a broad spectrum. Kind of chicken. And then... Oh, the twist-offs. <laughs> it looks like you're having trouble. No, just, just me and my boy Jack uh, over here. Just, Jack Daniels. Just looking. Did you start with that? That was mine, and I intend to get to it. I just did want to get up earlier. Just pass it here. I'll finish it. All right. Uh, <laughs> for those who talk about uh, pre-mixed Jack and Cokes, which people at work make fun of me for, I'm like, fuck you. It's cheap, and I know, it gets good. me buzzed. They're good. I mean, we yeah. could just start getting Jack and Coke. Actually, like, I was going to say, right before when the headphones started working, I was going to say we should get some media litros of the Cokes and then get some actual, like, some like bullet bourbon would be good, something like that, yeah. and then just mix them ourselves. Because I like it to be really strong and get that nice smoky after Supposedly, flavor. and I don't know if this is true, because I'm, I'm not much of a science guy myself, but Bro science. supposedly if you if you mix uh, whiskey with Diet Coke, you get drunk faster because, of, because it's Diet Coke. And I don't know what the science is there, but... Sounds like a bunch of horseshit to me. Sounds like bullshit, but I believe it. <laughs> but it saves you calories and sugar, too. I mean, that's that's enough of a reason right there. Do they even bottle Diet Coke? No. I don't know. They just can't. Like co- if you could get a Coke Zero in a media litro, that'd be fucking incredible. Dude, I am all all aboard on Coke Zero. Like, yeah. Well, it's called Coke Zero Sugar now. You gotta call it the right thing. No. No. But no. What I hate the most is when I go to a drive-thru and I'm like, oh, I'll be in a Coke Zero to drink. We have Diet Coke. Is that okay? And it's like, you know what? No, it's not okay because they're not the same thing. And Diet Coke kind of tastes like shit, honestly. I'd rather have a Diet Pepsi. It goes Coke Zero, Diet Pepsi, Diet Coke, Diet Dr. Pepper because holy shit, that's gross. And then like, yeah, and then any Diet 7-Up or Sprite, those are all disgusting. If, if Dr. Yeah. Pepper or the company that owns them is listening, not even close, dude. Yeah. Like Diet Dr. Pepper fucking blows. It's just like flat Dr. Pepper. Dude. Not even yeah, that. It true. tastes like a completely different drink. Like it Diet is. Pepsi almost takes, tastes oh a little God. bit like Pepsi. I, I would say. taste it while we're talking about it. <laughs> it tastes like medicine. It's so flat. Didn't you guys have Diet Root Beer too? Like that Diet Root Beer is awesome. Diet Dr. Thunder, dude. Oh. Yeah, It's the worst Diet Dr. Pepper I've ever yeah, fucking funny. tasted in the history well, of Diet. Did it make. We're talking about Diet, Diet Right Zero is the worst soda I've dude, ever had. Dude, that tastes like you're being fucking Chernobyl. Like you're getting radiation poisoning for drinking that <laughs> it just sounds like club soda. Our dad, every no, it's all... club soda. Is that's that's mean to club soda? That's how bad it is. <laughs> club soda is awful. It should only be used for getting stains out. Do they make diet RC cola? <laughs> yeah, they do. Because our dad buys the cheapest, weirdest sodas, and that's definitely one of them. He's but the our dad hmm. likes to play. Uh, gym, diet mental. squirt? If you, do you, <laughs> do you want to murder yourself? Have a diet squirt. <laughs> oh my god! Our dad likes to play mental so... gymnastics with soda. So like, <coughs> he'll. See that we're buying, we're like, we're all digging on Coke Zero. He'll buy like a, the, the 36 pack or however, like the big one from Costco. And then he was like, oh, wow, we blew through that real quick. So to like stop that from happening the next time, he'll literally buy like Diet Right Zero. He'll buy like seven <laughs> cases of it. He's like, yeah. yeah, they'll drink this slower. But he knows that we'll still drink it because I like to have something carbonated because like, yeah. I, was, I was raised as a fat kid. So I like to have something carbonated with my food. Mm. Hard habit to break. Yeah. It's also, uh, you know what's not bad is um, Diet Sam's Choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're not wrong. Wait, what is that? That's the Walmart brand Coke, Sam's Choice. But no the, diet, the diet one actually tastes pretty good, honestly. Interesting. 
What uh-huh. is diet right zero? What what is what even concoction is that? Well, Let me look this up. We talked about this earlier, but, or me and you talked about this, but it's like diet right is already a diet coke ripoff. So diet right <laughs> zero, it's like what is this? Like there is no because there is no like it's like drinking sparkling water. There's no non diet right. Like it, that's the whole thing. It's, it's just it wouldn't just be called right. It's diet. Oh, Isn't diet, right a cola? Diet right grape. Oh God! <laughs> sounds like medicine. Is it a <laughs> what's it called? Is um, it a cola? Like what is it? Yeah, it's a diet coke. Oh, right. Is oh, like Diet a... Right is owned by Royal Crown. Oh, God. Oh, of course. there you go. The fuck? You know, our dad used to work for them, so. Makes for RC? Sense. Yeah. 7-Up and RC are owned by the same company. Diet Right was introduced in 1958 by the Royal Crown Company as, first, as the first diet soft drink with the revolutionary introduction of health-conscious soft drinks. Is that real? It's the first diet? Yeah. Soda? Like... A great tasting cola with no calories, zero uh, with no calories, sodium or caffeine. That's why it tastes so weird. There's no sodium in it. The reason why diets, oh, diet drinks taste so weird is because they like they take the sugar out, up the sodium, and then put um, niacin in there. Is it niacin or aspartame? Not niacin. Nice niacin will kill you. <laughs> um, they'll put aspartame in it. So that's why this. Like I said, I was like, there's something fundamentally wrong with the taste of diet. I'm going to bring you guys some. We're going to try it live on air. No. I don't know if I want. You know how much it'll cost me to get a 12 pack of that? <laughs> Fucking a dollar ninety nine, dude. No way. That <laughs> shit. You not. Diet Shasta is better than that, honestly. Dude, it has to be Shasta. <laughs> oh, Shasta, Shasta cold just like by itself is not bad, actually. Shasta, Shasta fruit punch. I was going to say the tiki, or tiki, tiki punch. punch is great. Tiki punch is like uh, that is diabetes in a can, but it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Tiki Punch is kind of like uh, Baja Blast. It's, it's just like a, it's one of those rare, or like Cactus Cooler. It's one of those rare sodas, but when you get it, you're like, hey. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've gone to Taco Bell just to get Baja Blast. Well, you know what's a terrible soda, if you don't mind me saying, is uh, fucking Big Red. Have you ever had that before? What is that? I've it's like a cinnamon, cinnamon soda, right? It's cinnamon, cinnamon soda. soda. Yeah, like it's Big Red gum. gum. You know the gum? Oh. It's, it's the same, literally. <laughs> big Red gum, but it's a soda. It's a soda? It's fucking terrible. Is it still alive? It's rare, dude. It's it's hard to find. Oh god. Oh my god, I found it. It's very sought after. Deliciously different. Yeah, you're you're goddamn that right. Sounds awful. <laughs> Their slogans are awful, dude. Is that the big red or is that diet red? That's di- that's big red. But I don't know who the company that owns it is. This is fun to just um go on their website. You know what I really miss though? Like one of the best sodas ever was Mountain Dew Pitch Black. It was like a they only put it out for Halloween and it was like a grape flavored Mountain Dew. It's so fucking good. They have big red zero sugar. That's, I'm sure that's awful. Oh, no. There's got to be some kind of website where we can just order these sodas from and be like, Hleh. Just look up rare sodas. Like, <clears throat> Crystal Pepsi, I'd like to try that. In the future, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. have it, like today. Like you can get it like not fucked up? <laughs> yeah, like it's, they, I just saw it. They like, brought the it back. Store. You know you know, fucking L.A. Beast brought back Crystal Pepsi by he doing really that did, challenge? Dude. He wilted he it into fucking life. Yeah, and the internet hated him for it for a little bit. Crystal no, he's Pepsi a legend. Zero, dude. Oh, Christ. Shout out to L.A. Beast. It's, it's, you know what I wish they'd bring back is New Coke, because I never got to try that. Like, I hear it sucked, but, like, let me try it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Me, yeah, yeah, let me I'm, decide. I'm smarter than you fucking 80s losers. Like, let me try it. Gen Xers said no, but millennials are saying yes. Who knows? Find out, like find out um, why that's why. a good thing. The f- Wasn't there also, like, Coke 2? I don't know if that's the same as New Coke. <laughs> Coke 2, the sequel to Coke 1. Is it Coke T-O-O or is no, it Coke, like, like, number 2? It's, like, Roman, Roman numerals 2. Coke 2? I know, I've seen that. Remember, I don't know what... I think Pepsi. it was, like, Coke with more... Um, or I'm it? down to do a segment of the show where we try off the wall um, um, drinks. Pepsi Blue. Pepsi I was Blue, saying, <laughs> eventually if we if we get cause we already it. have a camera and all that, we get a little se- a section set up. I wouldn't mind doing like a, a review of that kind of shit <clears throat> from our hand, especially with Drew on there because Drew's very particular. He should just go get Fagos. 
Dude, Fago is God, though. Fago, I, honestly, I don't, I don't Fago like to. Is fucking next level. It's one of the best grape sodas I've ever had. I, I want to say I condemn. Have Fago. I condemn the the Juggalo way, but like they really know how to fucking make a good grape uh, soda. What What are the other flavors? I, I had one. It was, it was like a pineapple watermelon one, and it was super good. Hmm. So big red. There's also yeah. big blue. Have you tried that one? No, but I am curious. I see that every once in a while. I'm like, Except what the blueberry. Tastes like probably tastes like cotton candy if I had to guess. I was, I was thinking blue raspberry maybe. They do I have a know. cotton candy Fago. Uh, big peach and, a cream and soda. big pineapple. <laughs> big peach, God, big peach sounds awful. You know the um, like chemical peach is like the worst flavor ever. Like mm. where like it's like uh, what do you call that? Um, oh, fake. Well, yeah, it's like I guess fake would be the best way to describe it. But like they um, they also they made like a in Japan they like made like sugar, a, like a you know, like the vanilla really flavor, good. but it's not actually vanilla. What? Uh, I gotta look that up. I don't know. Um. Do you guys like fruity flavored sodas, yeah. like drinks? Uh, Cactus Cooler, I think, is, I goes up there Cooler. on all time. Cactus Cooler is really good, but I just don't really like fruity flavored sodas. What's your go-to for sodas? Yeah, Dr Pepper. For Not sure. Coke. It's like I can do either one. It's like Dr Pepper, Coke, and then Pepsi. I remember as a kid, yeah, I always chose Dr Pepper because I was fat, but also. Every now and again, I'd pick up Rob's drink by mistake and take like a fat swig of Coke, and I was like, "All right, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind having this." Like, mm-hmm. and, you know. So they made Sakura Pepsi or Pepsi Pink, which strawberry and milk flavored Pepsi. Hmm. Interesting. Stra- I don't know. Strawberry and milk, you said. Like it's not cola. It tastes like. But it's I don't know. They also have salty watermelon and it's white. Like, it's Pepsi White, which is Pepsi and yogurt flavor. The fuck oh. is salty watermelon? Well, it could be well, like. What? Don't people salt watermelon? I just realized you like. They do oh yeah, that. they do. I've never done that. Never, Wait, the I've what? Chili on it. Pepsi but. yogurt. Yeah, I've done that. Where you put bomb. the um, what's the the chili shit that people put on like corn stuff like that? It's like the oh, tagine. Talking about it's like the tahine. Yeah. Tahine. Yeah. Okay, uh, that shit's fired. Wait, yeah, that shit's good, dude. Pepsi, Pepsi yogurt, cucumber. Ugh. Wouldn't Pepsi yogurt just be Pepsi vanilla? Probably, I guess. Wouldn't like it's. I feel I'm picturing the soju we drink at Korean barbecue, like the yogurt flavored one, but with like. That wasn't bad. I like soju. Vanilla Coke. Soju is yeah. amazing. I actually wouldn't mind finding a way to bring some here. The green apple is my favorite. Vanilla Coke. And I hate apple. Vanilla Coke's bomb. You know what's not bomb? Vanilla Coke is great. Uh, mm. Coke Zero Vanilla. It oh. tastes oh, like sugar-free vanilla, and it's awful. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Do they make vanilla Dr. Pepper? They or? do. Oh, cherry vanilla. Remember do they? Uh, mm-hmm. Cherry vanilla? It's, I don't oh, know if they make yeah. ch- cherry or vanilla. But I we got some at work. I, I'll just bring some. Cherry. Vanilla Dr. Pepper? Cherry to me. black cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper, too. Cherry to me just tastes like fucking Robitussin. I'm sorry. You're right. Well, you know what? Like I said, it's that fake flavoring. It's not actually real yeah. cherry flavor. It's the artificials of the term. Yeah. That's oh. what I was trying to think of before. A cherry just it just tastes like Robitussin. I just I just can't do it. So there's a I just saw this. Uh, um, it's a Television Critics Association thing is happening this weekend. Whatever. And um, I guess Kevin Feige. It says Kevin Feige will take over the X Men. Disney will search for new Wolverine. So they're they're gonna bring the X Men into the Marvel universe, and oh, there's wow. gonna be a new guys Wolverine. Oh, so they're not gonna be fucking new mutants. No. <laughs> or what are, what are they called in the Avengers movies? Oh, Inhumans. Yeah. Yeah, Inhumans. they're just gonna call them mutants because they bought the rights back. Well, isn't there a Marvel? Isn't there a Marvel the Marvel comic called the Inhumans? Yeah, right. and they tried to make a TV show, but it bombed like really. Oh, bad. I remember you telling us about. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I mean, they could definitely do, if they want to, like, start up the X-Men movies as a separate thing, they could definitely do, like, the Avengers versus X-Men uh, mm-hmm. comic series. Is that a good run, though? I don't know. Not really. What the thing about comic <laughs> books is a lot of them aren't very good. It's just something you have to learn to accept. There's a certain YouTube channel that 
people were collecting Funko Pops on that we were watching. And they were talking about the what was the Doc Ock Spider Man? Oh Christ! Uh, Go into that because that that blows my mind whenever you talk about that. Well, Superior Spider Man uh, is he though? Where Peter Parker dies, so Doc Ock puts his fucking soul into or his brain or whatever into Peter Parker's body. And basically becomes Peter Parker, and then immediately starts dating a dwarf uh, scientist lady. Little person. Which one's the official? Is dwarf acceptable? I didn't mean to. <laughs> I thought that was acceptable. I, I do not know. It changes all the time, and we hear. I, best I apologize if that's wrong. I, I legit thought that was. I know. Yeah, little person is. So the, I think is, they're back on midget. I don't know. I don't think so. You Unless you're Bridget the midget, like that's the that's only true. time. Even I've ever she heard took that. that name back. Really? Yeah. So. It used to be appropriate to call them midgets. They didn't like that. Then they went to... I don't know if it was ever appropriate to call little them people, right? was a it? midget. Little it went people. To, it went to dwarf. I know dwarf was like the scientific term. Like dwarfism. Yeah. Little people. So it went to dwarf. Now it's little people. But here's the thing. Little I've people heard sounds s- demeaning to me. Don't That's you think? what I'm saying. So I does dwarf and... I think fine. And maybe it's not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it is, honestly. Can, okay, Can I yeah, clip okay. that out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clip that out for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did Shout see there's a the new show. Girl. You know, mom used to watch the one that one show about the little people called Little, little People, people Big Little World, People dude. Big World. Yeah, and then my oh god, what's the other one called? I can't remember. <laughs> my little life or something. I don't know. You know why I'm uh, laughing? But there's a because we used to think that guy looked like you. <laughs> one of the kids, the oldest kid, is that uh, real? He looked like Bryce, like like not like Bryce now, but like Bryce. <laughs> I saw a picture of Bryce in the like when I was in middle school. In middle dude, school. Dude, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember we'd be playing League and his name is also Bryce. I'm pretty sure. No, it's not. No. I'd like it to be. Well, I saw that they have a new show called like My Giant Life or something about like super tall people. And I was like, hey, I didn't know I could have a TV show. Like <laughs> Jesus Dude, it was super emba- <laughs> it was super embarrassing this uh tall couple came in today, and I mean like taller than you, like the girl and the guy. And call a power couple, Jesus. dude. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, they're gonna have some fucking Absolute athletic unit. children. And they were talking, and both of them sounded like they had really like awkward a, fucking when you're both tall. Like, yeah, like true. Uh, what do you mean? Everything's at perfect well, level. It's like, let's get yeah. two California si- king point. size beds and, and line them up together, Sli- and then yeah. we'll have enough for him to sleep. Um, they were like both talking. They kind of have like a like a very subtle like Swedish accent or like Austrian. Well, no, no, or that something. just makes sense. There, there you, you go. go yeah. Are fucking they, Viking like blood in them, dude. Well, no, and then I literally sh- his girlfriend went to the bathroom or something like that, and I said, "Hey, where are you from, man?" He goes, "Here," and I was like. <laughs> Oh, he's they like, were. why do you ask? Like, he got, like, offended. I was like, oh, you guys are both really tall. And, like, they were dressed like they were models. Like, 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 look, dude, what's your deal, okay? Just, <laughs> I don't know what you're fucking trying to do right now. He, look, he really did look down on me because <laughs> he was, like, almost problem, seven loser. feet. <laughs> um, she was almost taller than him, but he like he's like, what you, I'm from Redlands. And I was like, oh, because he was wearing, like, ripped jeans and, like a, like, a leather jacket. Like, he was dressed like he was, like... You know how, like, models dress up, but, like, nobody should dress like that? Like, it looks dumb in public, like, out of, like, a a photo context kind of thing. Mm. They both were dressed like that, like they were models or whatever. So I just assumed they were passing through, and there was some kind of, like, a cringy Redlands thing going on. Not the case. They just both... And then he told her in front of me, like, she came back, he he asked if we were from somewhere else. And I was like, okay, Dick, like, just because you're up there and I'm down here, (laughs) I'm already working at a coffee shop, like... Yikes. So that that didn't feel good. Coffee shops bring in weird people. Oh boy, have you I, don't even know the half of it. Well, actually, you do because you have, used to work with have, me. Each of you know the half of have it. I, have I told the story on the podcast about the guy who brought in a fucking gallon of milk like in the own, lobby? His own milk? Yep. I remember. No. I, oh, I told I told you guys, but it was on the podcast. I, so, I'm not gonna lie, I must have been uh, tired that night. So, I don't so it's uh, I'm like. A month into my job. It's in the middle of summer. This is at Starbucks, not at Calvary. Yes, this is oh, at yeah. Starbucks. Starbucks. And 
<laughs> I'm making drinks or whatever, and then because we have headsets because we're a drive through store, and my shift manager was like, "Look at this guy in the corner." I looked. This guy has a whole gallon of milk. It's like a hundred degrees outside, and he's drinking straight from the gallon. He's like, "Milk was a bad choice." Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> "Absolute unit." Yeah, I was just like, "What the fuck are you I've doing?" I've bring in their own milk though. Like this guy brings a, he brings goat milk in to make a latte out of, and I was Ugh. like, he's like "Just milked it this morning." Oh. I'm like, "Are you aware how gross this is?" Yeah, he's like, yeah, "It's really good for you." I'm he's like, like "I'm sure." Milk, just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like this guy, but he, like. It was milk from like staters. Like he brought milk. And <laughs> he he was the plastic yeah, and was he, he homeless. <laughs> he's just sitting in our fucking lobby drinking milk. Was he drank he fucking whole, Santa Claus. Like, he drank. Why did he need so much. No, milk? he drank the whole goddamn thing. How do you do that without? <laughs> he's like, up? I just ate fucking forty Oreos, dude. What if he just Stand did that and back. just threw up all over the floor? Oh like, my right? god, I don't, I don't <laughs> even know. Silly. But it was just... <laughs> He's like, pranked you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a YouTube video. He's like, got him. <laughs> it was like, milk prank gone sexual. But but it's just like, it's just like 102 outside, and you're drinking a gallon of milk. <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's one of those things where you, you really, you're not allowed to, but you just want to be like, hey, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> What's I, going on over here, guys? Yeah, it's just like, what, what are you doing? I feel like there's so many... <laughs> I just want to know what led that guy to be like, you know what? I'm gonna buy a gallon of milk. Like what happened? And go sit in the Starbucks and not order coffee <laughs> and just drink my gallon of milk. You know what mom didn't Flex. find funny today? Um, she was telling me a story about how she got upset with somebody because they used the they, they said fuck God, like they were upset with God, and then she kept saying, She's like, Yeah, he said F God. And like I told him that's not okay, and like that really is offends me. And I was like, What's the problem? It's not like he's real or anything like that. And, <laughs> and my mom Christ. like like she's like, What? Not the, she not goes, the right response. She goes, You don't you don't believe in God? I'm like, what? Am I not gonna get Christmas presents here? What's going on? Like, and she, uh, she's like, so you like, you don't believe? And I was like, I don't know. It depends on the day. And I was like, I guess I'm feeling God today. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, sorry. <laughs> so like, I have a feeling that's gonna come back and bite me in the ass because my mom has a. You mean when you go to hell? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, see you there. Yeah, I guess. Be a lot warmer than it is now. Yeah, you know, global warming's a lot worse than hell. But, true. Uh, also, another thing that keeps happening at work is there's, like, these weird Mormon people that come in, and then, like, they'll meet with, like, a girl that's in high school, and it's, like, an older lady, like, kind of, like, counseling them, and just hearing the shit that they're talking about is so awkward, like... Is it, like, marriage counseling? No, kind of just, like, life counseling. Like, the girl has to meet with her once a week as, like, a... So maybe they, they put the underwear on. Maybe they do that on purpose. I, I don't know. Uh, like, she just wants to, but, like, huh. she's Where's talking about her boyfriend and how things are going good and all that, and, like... I hear over the course of like an hour and a half of them like drinking their coffee because they're at the bar. Mm -hmm. Like the older Mormon, and I know they're Mormons because they kept talking about their Mormonism and all that. Well, we believe in like, she basically was trying to convince the young high school girl who was like a senior to break up with her boyfriend because he wasn't sure about the whole Mormonism thing and all that. And I was like, I almost wanted like, obviously I get in trouble, but I want to lean over and be like, hey, your boyfriend's right. It's kind of all bullshit. Like, I, I mean, I don't know about God in general, uh, but Mormonism for sure. <laughs> like, this not is not the one. <laughs> that ain't it, Chief. That is not it. And uh, also, if you're taking Bible classes in high school, uh, just it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I can't tell you the a lot of how, wasted hours on that. What's that? A lot of wasted hours on yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of wasted credits and all that. I remember going to um, meet a counselor. Like, you know what I hated about Crafton or just college in general? They would like. You get extra credit if you go and meet with a counselor. Have you ever had that happen? 
Like no. a teacher wants you to go and meet a counselor, or they want you to go to the peer editing thing in oh, the peer writing editing, lab yes. and all that. Yes, I hate so like that. my history teacher wanted us to do that, and then I had an English teacher that wanted us to go meet with the counselor and like talk about our future and all that. So I did, and they're like, "Says here you have four years of Bible study," and I was like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Why?" And I was like, "Um, I went to a Christian school and they, it was mandatory," and she's like, "Oh man, you really could have done something more productive with your time." And I, and I was like, "Oh." So that was really embarrassing, and then uh, not yeah. quite as embarrassing as Robert applying for uh, a dorm at Crafton. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that real? Yikes. My dad's friend told him, make sure when you apply for the college funds, you put that you want to live in the dorms because they'll give you more money, which I don't even know if that's true. So then my dad... I don't know. And I, now that I look back on it, too, it's like, that's back when I was, like, fucking... Well, it's, it's money for housing. Well, yeah, but it's one of those things where, like, back then I was fucking helpless. Like, now I would never, ever give something to my parents and be like, will you help? Because, like, yeah. because of situations like that where you're just like, right. well, check that off the list. That's the shit I'm going to handle on my own from now on. Like, <laughs> so when you I, talk to the counselor... I just remember like... the, the counselor was like, well, it says here you want to live on the campuses, but uh, we don't have that, so... And then just, like, kept moving on. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. Like, you made me feel like a fucking idiot, dude. That's the worst. Also, you reminded me of a of a girl that I once knew, uh, and when I was working at McDonald's, uh, these people. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, I had to say. That. I had to say that. Uh, that that picked up loud and clear. <laughs> these people came through the drive thru uh, I, I don't know. I couldn't remember who does that song, but. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Does he have a sex cold or just R. Kelly? Uh, probably. Because I feel like Usher... last I heard he had a uh, HIV or herpes, or something. And, and he was still going strong. Doesn't dude. Usher do some cringe shit on stage too, where he like humps on women or whatever? Yeah. So yeah. they're okay the, with it. In the early teens of the two thousands, until he gets like, too old enough, and then it's like, Ugh, now it's gross, and I don't want it anymore. Like two thousand, can't have that opinion. Never mind. <laughs> just <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> Jesus. And that. Where'd that vodka come from? Uh, I don't know, but that's a lot of Kettle brought, One, and that's a good, it's a good one. Kettle One's delicious. Yeah. Kettle One's the best vodka. Is that yours? Yep. Okay, I was makes, wondering, I was like, I didn't buy that. Makes the best Bloody Marys. I, Bloody Marys have vodka in them? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Sorry. <laughs> they have, Sorry uh, to everybody. Gross. They you have, know what's really gross? Bloody Marys. What? Yes. <laughs> I fucking love Bloody Marys. My dad loves those. Bloody too. Marys have vodka. Bloody Marias have tequila. Bloody Maria sounds like a fucking bad time. <laughs> if you don't like tomato stuff, then yeah. Oh, uh, you guys don't like tomato juice? Someone told I mean, me it was just I, tomato I soup it, with alcohol. No, it's tomato juice. Tomato juice. So what's the yeah. difference? Yeah, I was going to say, huge difference, dude. <laughs> anyway, one time I was working at McDonald's. Can and you put a grilled cheese in a Bloody Mary? <laughs> Mormons came through the drive-thru. And uh, at the end of On the, bikes or when, what? When I gave them the... Uh, yeah, they, they had the silver helmet. And, and they could they balled me up, too, in the, in the court out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting sick of seeing YouTube videos of like a priest or a cop doing a kickflip, and or it's like we get it. I mean, whatever. You guys were young ones, but uh, I gave them their food, and they were like, "Oh, would it be all right if we gave this to you?" And I could see it was one of those weird Bible tract things, and I was like, "Oh yeah, sure." And they 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 gave it to me, and they were like, "All right, thanks. Have a good day." And I was like, "Yeah, you too." And they drove off just right in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even look at it. I was just like, "Yeah, no problem, dude. I'll I'll take care of that for you." It was also like, I remember, the, I think it might have been the same people. I, we, I would go to the bathroom and there, there'd be like three or four of them fanned out on the sink. Like, like take one. And I would just throw it away. And I remember it was like the beginning of Instagram. And I would t- I took a picture like a couple of times when I have and I put a Christian littering. Like, <laughs> so people leaving these like Bible tracks all, all over. I don't know. It's fucking... Just stop, dude. The most worst was like those those fake hundred dollar bill ones. Where, oh my gosh. <laughs> like just on the ground. Oh man, those are the worst. 
Because the whole point is to trick you. I know. You want me to, fall, you want me to believe in your dumb, made-up religion? trickery? <laughs> After you've tricked it's like, me? A hundred yeah. bucks? Oh, it's just Jesus. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Love Jesus. And it's just like, what? Or it's like a hundred dollars. You know what, though? The worst was it was presented to me one time. We had a Bible teacher. He goes, anyone that can um, name uh, the verse that I'm talking about will get $5 and all that. <laughs> John 316. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> so one of the girls nailed Sorry. it. And he's like, here you go. And he's like, I got a Chris $5 bill. And then <laughs> he hands it to her. And she goes, what the hell? <laughs> this isn't real. And he goes, he's like, yeah, but the message is real. And I was like, no, but you, no. It's like, well, no, the struggle is real. And I need real money. So do you guys remember those really cringe chapel like speakers that would yes, come? Like, of course. You, any specifically or just <laughs> what else you got, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like in chapel was prime napping time. That's when I got was, all my reading. But they would always wake you up. That's what's no, up. dude. They never woke I up. Got, yes, I got woke up a couple times. I did a lot. Because <laughs> you guys are tall. Yeah, true. Noticeable. I would just, you got to do, you roll up your sleeve like this and you just put your chin down on it and mm. you just doze off, man. Also, the way the pews were set up, they're just far enough apart to where you can like slouch down yeah. and. Yeah. Also, I used to put my feet up, and they hated that. It's also like it's not my fault. You're fucking boring. Like, dude, there was a couple of chapels where they were at least like held my attention. You know, tell what I mean? some jokes, man. Like, yeah. what are you doing up there? Not very good public speaker either. <laughs> like, I don't need to hear about like everyone always had the. Oh my god, I'm getting mad. <laughs> I just think of, every time I turn in my car, like, and I'm not the first person who had the same experience. For some reason, uh, auto dealerships pre-auto tune the cars to like Christian stations. So every time I turn my car on and my Bluetooth takes a second, it's always K Love. Is anyone you else? You can fix that so easily. Why do you? Because I, I need it. Oh. <laughs> I need it. Because it honestly bugs me when I get in your car and I hear Christian bullshit. Like, <laughs> it was um, it's on K Day or something. K Day. Or K Day's gone now, huh? Somebody no, was saying they no, it's back. Because, like, I tried to listen to it, and it wasn't classic. It was, like, they, Well, the thing is, I think they do K-Day at night now. Yeah. Like, stupid. after, like, 6 o'clock, it's all classics, but in the day, it's, like, pop. Problem yeah. is, you, they had to edit out the songs. It's sicko so mode, bad. basically, all day. Sicko mode. Oh, God. Um, but you turn on... Sicko bowl. Well, the one that bothered me, I don't know if I said this on a, rec- a recent episode, but, like, I, I turned my car on, and it's, like, a me... It's, it's a clearly a recording of a YouTube pastor, which is, like, I can't tell you how much that pisses me off, but... Is it Josh first time? He's... No. <laughs> Apparently he's like the Alex Jones of uh, like Christian uh, Facebookers. Good. Um, he's like we as, we as Christians got to start carrying guns. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> I forgot who, about that. That's, that's who that, who that guy is. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Um, he goes if I ever see you uh, assaulting a cop, I will empty seventeen rounds into you. It's like seventeen rounds. You're gonna reload, dude. Like <laughs> um, psychopath. Sicko mode, dude. Yeah, he's going sicko mode. <laughs> but it was like the radio turned on and this guy's like. Uh, He's like, yeah, a, re- a recent study said that uh, uh, three things people love are pizza, ice cream, and mac and cheese. And he's like, all three of which have are dairy in them. So is the key to happiness dairy? Well, I think the key to happiness is God. And I was like, whoa. I was like, oh, okay. far, far reach, my man. Like, what does that have to do with that? And he's like, yeah, because, you know, um, ice cream is like the father. Cheese, <laughs> mac and cheese is like the son. Oh, and wow. fucking pizza is the Holy Ghost, man. Fucking yikes. <laughs> I was like, I remember... I was at a stop sign and like it turned green and I, I was like, what? <laughs> and I got beep. Like, oh shit, I gotta go. <laughs> mind blowing, dude. Yeah. Just fucking mind games, dude. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. God's real. <laughs> real game. Uh, 
Also, I was explaining to somebody that you guys called Pastor Ed Pastor Ted, and they didn't get why that was funny. And I was like, I don't know. It's it's, it's really funny. He just looks like a Ted. No, I think it's just the fact that he's so, in his eyes, humble that he wouldn't correct someone that called him the wrong name. Like, so I just couldn't remember what his that's name That's just was. anxiety. I thought it, that was his name. Because there was times when people call him Pastor Ted, and he'd be like, oh, okay, how you guys doing? And all that. Like, <laughs> the funniest thing to me at work is you have these old white people coming up to Furman. They go, hey, Thurman. And he's like, hey, how's it going? And he never corrects them. And I'm like, why? And he's like, I, they're not going to remember. <laughs> yeah, true. But uh, the thing is, it's like if you're a pastor, I don't respect you because you just spent your whole life studying shit. It's like you don't respect me for fucking studying anime. You know what I mean? Like, but it's it's it makes about the same amount of sense as the fucking Bible. Do you does. study if anime? I could be edgy yeah. regularly? First of all, you study anime. Who doesn't, dude? Huh. How do you who, think who I got amongst to us I, can't say? How do you think I got to where I am? <laughs> I just where, I just and where are you? <laughs> I'm at the top, baby. It's lonely. <laughs> it's lonely <laughs> up here. <laughs> Falling off the top. Oh, oh my god! All I'm saying is, it's like I've invested probably as much time watching fucking Dragon Ball Z and Gundam fights as he has reading about Josiah or whoever. I don't know. <laughs> Josiah. Whoever's in the Bible, I can't remember. It's been so long. Um, I don't think there's someone named Josiah. I think it's Josiah. Josiah. What about yeah. uh, Saul? And then his name gets changed to Paul. Saul, dude. Paul. Paul, who was Saul, dude? It's terrible storytelling. That's fucking dumb. Like, is that a joke? <laughs> is that a bit? Like, I don't understand. Like, his name? Okay, his name was Saul. But then we changed it to Paul. Like, okay? What the fuck? That's not character development. Like, that's you know, fucking stupid. I want to bring something up that has been bothering me since I saw it on VeggieTales, but it's about the story in the Bible. What What is the... I used to know this shit because we had to know it, but what's the one where, like, they're marching around a, a castle, and he's like, oh. just... And they're like, I don't know if we're going to win this battle. And he's like, no, no, we don't, we don't fight. We just march around this fucking castle. And then for like days, they're, about that. they're marching around the castle. I think it's David is doing it. Right after they get out of Egypt, they like run across. It's like Isn't an anime. That once, the, once the Egypt saga ends, they go into the desert for that saga. And then they Wasn't go in. Moses though? It might have been Moses. Or uh, uh, Jos- Josiah or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, they, they march around this castle. And the castle people are like taunting them. Like, what are you guys fucking doing down there? We're going to start firing arrows at you and shit. <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> what, uh, we got a rigatone in here. What are you guys fucking doing down there? Like, um, And then he's like, no, no. Uh, God told me if we just keep marching and playing our... Play your, fu- play your fucking trumpet. God damn it. We got to keep marching. And then like... They keep marching and marching, and the guys start losing faith again. And all that. Like, all right, well, clearly we need to play a different song. So, <laughs> again, I'm paraphrasing. This isn't real. Sarah, my musical down. capabilities are that, not that great. What? It, what? Okay, you know what I'm talking about, then? Because that. Yeah, it, but I don't know what the story. I don't know what like. The and then like they march, and then I don't know if the just the bass kicked after so many times, and like the the foundation was terrible. Slaps. Fucking, they the went music, sicko mode. They, yeah, it was sicko mode. They started playing, and then the walls just. <laughs> And then they, the castle collapsed and killed everybody inside. It's like, what kind of problem solving is that? You got to go to the DMV. You don't march around the DMV. Well, they, they let go and they let God, dude. <laughs> That's how they won. <laughs> what, is it, what is it people say? They're like, let the dead bury the dead. It's like, what does that even mean? Is that a thing? Because that doesn't make sense. That's a, that's a saying. Miss Moore used to say it all the time. I don't know if that that's, means anything. Let me it see. means nothing, dude. <laughs> it means less than nothing to me. <laughs> let the dead. I think it just means move on. Let, Speaking of moving on, <laughs> um, what did Jesus mean when he said, "Let the dead bury the dead"? Okay, we're back on religion again. Oh, it was Jesus. One day, Jesus invited a man to follow him because he was his disciple, but the man refused. He said he would follow Jesus later, but first, he wanted to go bury his father. Jesus responded, "Follow me and let the dead bury the dead." 
okay, to me, that sounds like an asshole. <laughs> like, dude, petty. we got no time to mourn. I got this fat, this fat sack of mid. It's like, look, dude, this is my dad. We just met. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what did he mean by that? <laughs> what it's, Jesus wasn't saying that people who are physically dead should bury other dead people, as you say. Of course say. not, because that would be cool. That would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't make sense. Instead, he was speaking on those who were spiritually dead. Of course! Cool! Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Did you guys ever see Jesus camp? Those who are alive physically but dead towards God in their souls. <laughs> we may be very strong and healthy physically, yet spiritually we are dead, which is more, far more serious. To us, Jesus, we're... I can't do this anymore. I mean, uh, I definitely feel dead spiritually, if, I, if, <laughs> if that helps. But that still doesn't make any sense. Let the dead bury the dead? If you're spiritually dead, it's like, okay. So what is, so what is he saying? Go let a lapsed Catholic bury your, your dad? Like, what, I don't understand. Well, what, is, what does Rob, that mean? Rob, what keeps you from following Jesus as you should? Almost anything can come between us <laughs> Almost, and God. The, you're right, almost anything. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what keeps you awake at night? Uh... Whether or not I'm going to get that fucking hoodie I ordered. <laughs> I know I'm going to lose some sleep over that tonight. Dude, it's going to come. They're just, they really are. Are they like lag. still shitty about sending Well, shit? as you remember, I ordered the DVZ jacket and didn't get a... The a one you're wearing currently? Yeah. Which literally like the, my favorite jacket I've ever owned. Like, and I, they didn't fucking send it to me until like eight months later or whatever. For fucking why? Because they... We're not anticipating the amount of orders they got. It's fucking DBZ, bro. Exactly. It's like, how do you not figure on selling? Well, so they just did a, a Sailor Moon like capsule, but it's the tuxedo mask guy. And I was like, mm-hmm. I got to get that. Gotcha. So I ordered it and I still haven't got a confirmation number. And it's like, please, I just I just want to buy things from you. Why are you treating me like this? Like, now, I, don't, I don't understand. Now to make you feel better, on the side of this this page, it's explaining very poorly, <laughs> let the dead bury the dead. There's a... a an ad for Billy Graham, An Extraordinary Journey. It's like a, a Is he still alive? No, he, I think he Not died. Not spiritually. That's for sure. <laughs> An Extraordinary Journey. What's extraordinary about standing in front of people and being like, ah, it's okay, flip to your... Everybody's got their Bibles out, right? That doesn't sound extraordinary at all. It sounds just regular ordinary. It would only be good if you came down floating like that, like that, that one. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> uh, I would go to that church. It'd only be interesting for like five seconds. I mean... Well, yeah, you just say for that part and then leave. Anytime I see that fucking video, it just reminds me of the fucking Adam Sandler special. Space pretty, Station 69. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. We should watch that uh, Jesus Camp documentary at some point, though. That's, it's not not even for not edgy even. reasons, just but just because like it will remind you so much of going to Christian school because you, there's certain people that are almost like characters. Like, I definitely went to school with somebody like that. Like you know archetypes. What I mean? Yeah, and I don't, we don't mean to be like edgy about it. We just we were all raised in a. I was Christian just saying, it's di- yeah, it's probably different if you're raised in a Christian school environment because there's just shit that you don't you don't even know to complain about until you're older, and you're like, well, hey, you know what was bullshit was when we did this. Almost all of it. Yeah, that's true. Again, I'm not making fun of anyone who's religious. I don't want anyone to get buttered at me, but like, it's one of those things where I feel like I've been given the right to make fun of it because I had to deal with it for so long. <laughs> you know, as if you worked at the DMV for 20 years, I'm sure you'd have something to say. About the people or the workers. Um, uh, Damn, I didn't even fucking touch that one. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, I asked Faith. I said, "Do you have? Is there any faith? Faith, hope, and love." Sorry, I got a burp. A few things he gave us, dude. I was like, "Is there any faith-related topics that you'd like us to um, go over?" Spelled with a Y or an I? What? Never mind. Lately, dude, I've just been living. I've been laughing. I've been loving. Mostly loving. 
She said, I said, Faith, you got any Faith topics for the podcast? She said, abducted in plain sight. I need someone to tear those assholes apart. Oh, yeah, we didn't even get to that yet. I know, I was waiting for, I want to wait for Jacob to come back, but um, uh, I, we've talked about it earlier on, but like I... What was the other thing we watched? Did we watch another documentary? The, the Cat, the cat one, one, yeah. The Cat one was, was Catwalk on Netflix is, is very, My very man? light, <laughs> lighthearted. You, don't, you won't feel any emotions the way you will when you You will watch feel passive-aggressive emotions, but... Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, that's, that's always fun. Old white women uh, hating each other and then becoming friends is, is adorable. You know why they became friends though? Is because the one girl. Because they retiring. hated the new one. That's no, because the girl's retiring. The champion. Oh, the you're right. You're right. She's she retired retired her so of course, the person's gonna be like, "Well, now that my enemy's gone, I'm friends with her." Like she's gonna ask her for tips and shit. What the fuck are you two guys babbling about? There was a documentary about. Just, um, just give me the fucking Spark Notes. Right? Okay, Cat shows. Spark Notes, dude. Thank God that existed because I did not want to read fucking anything. Um, Dude, I never read anything, and I still got A's on the test because I would just fucking bullshit. Like, well, also, I know enough about stories that I did read that are good to know where that story's going. I would just make shit up sometimes and be right because that's how fucking cool I am. I remember one time I oh. was talking to somebody about Harrington and how to get a good grade in his class, and I said, whatever <laughs> whatever the question is, somehow related to C.S. Lewis because he loves that dude. True. And so whenever we'd have a history test or a Bible test because he's our Bible teacher for a little bit, I would just start referring to the screw tape letters or something else of that of that nature or, or or Narnia or something like that. And every time in red lettering, great point. Even if it was off topic, had nothing to do with anything at all. And I think what it was was he's like, this kid's stupid, but he's talking about something I like. It's like much like that time in the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe when that lion fought that witch and those kids came through that wardrobe. And what that great, lion was what secret, a great book. That lion was God the whole time. And then the kid wanted... What was the candy the kid was obsessed with that he literally... Turkish Delight. Oh, my God. Have you had it, dude? It's awful. No, but... Turkish Delight is like this... Butterscotch? It's like a fudge butterscotch thing. I was in the play. Powdered sugar on it. They did the play, though, and I was was in it, and I was Mr. Beaver, and Lindsay... Uh, you have said this on this Mrs. podcast Beaver. so many times. <laughs> 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 Mr. and Mrs. Beaver, dude. I don't know. That's fucking funny. How was your fucking That's Beaver, incredible. Um, did you have dialogue? I don't think so. I should have, though. Let me tell you. <laughs> you should have definitely. <laughs> yeah. said, I would have brought the fucking house down, dude. <laughs> no. I was in a lot of junior high plays. You can ask Willie. Like, I was in like, I, I was, was a star in that of shit. two of them. I was going to say, me and Willie got a lot of roles growing up. Like, we were fucking. I think there's a lot of things that I hated about growing up. One was we had to do Christmas musicals. Being in plays musicals. is fucking great because you just got out of class. That's true. We did a lot of plays, and I think that's where. Um, if you find us funny, of course, that's where a lot of the humor comes from is we learn how to time jokes from doing that kind of shit because you have to wait for lines and all that. And also <laughs> just being sarcastic assholes and not one being part of it. I think a lot of our humor comes from that. But again, if you find us funny, I don't... I, don't I think it comes from watching a lot of The Simpsons. That too. I just blame, I blame that show for pretty much any... Um, I don't know. I think... Someone asked me, they're like, oh, I think you guys are pretty funny in the podcast. I was like, I don't know. We just are sarcastic assholles. But, like, uh, if I really, if, okay, let's say that, like, right now I have a lot of money in my bank and we're famous, whatever. If you ask me, like, where does uh, our humor well. come from? Honestly, I think it has a lot to do with us being trapped in daycare for four or five hours and having to entertain each other. So we learned a lot about what we thought the other person would laugh at. We learned a lot we just, about living and a little about love, dude. Yeah. And the same thing with, like, <laughs> <laughs> same thing with Jacob and, and Bryce. When you're around each other long enough, I just it's you like just I really start to hate each other. That or you just try and say the most offensive thing you can to make them go like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like there's so many times Bryce is on his phone and he'll just look up and like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and I'm like, I just, you know, looking for a reaction. But um yeah, that there you go. Uh 
Yeah, lots of plays. I played a lifeguard in one of them. I was uh, basically God. I am, I am God, but I was playing a lifeguard, and then there's a kid who couldn't swim, and I taught him that through faith alone, he could do anything. He could move mountains, so jot that down. Hmm. Um, and then... What do you mean you're a lifeguard? It's a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Not as classic as that. But uh, in front of a lot of people, by the way, there was at least uh, 500 people in that, that church. We, we were pretty killing it. But, but the other one, my main role... I was a lost sheep, and uh, uh, a guy had to come rescue me. But I was like the main oh, character. I don't know, something like that, something Zion or something. Um, but anyway, so we watched this documentary called Cats or Catwalk. Uh, Catwalk. Cats don't dance. That's great a great movie. movie. It is a great movie. Uh, Anyways, I'm also buzzing a little bit. It doesn't take much. Same. Uh, <laughs> Spark notes. Give me the so, okay, so basically, the, it just follows people, kind of like how we watch the Smash documentary, where it just goes from tournament to tournament, tournament, and except it, it's Canadian cat shows. It's Canadian cat shows with Canadian old white women. So you have this one lady, and her um, her cat is this fat Garfield looking cat, and it, her her cat's name is Oolala, and then except she spelled it with one it's O, so O-H. it's Oolala technically. It's Oolala, yeah. Because Oolala would at least it would have to be at least two O's. And it's this fat, and that disgusting me. looking cat. It looks like the cat where the guy's like, oh, "Was like, are you a fucking cat? Wait, don't is, look at me." Is uh. this? Um, I keep seeing a meme where it's just like this fat orange cat. Yes, and this guy's just like this is the most perfect cat I've ever seen. Yes, that's life. exactly what that's from. Jesus Christ! Oh okay. yeah, <laughs> and that, that happens meme, yeah. at every fucking show, dude. It's like this is the most perfect cat I've ever. Yeah, seen everyone's like, "This is this is my best in show." Like everyone, <laughs> it's just like, God damn, what's so great they about that? They say cat? like the person's getting a fucking Pulitzer Prize or something like that. Um, that like dog shows. Dog, okay, yeah. Dog shows, I can get. Dog shows make sense to me for some reason. Well, the cat, cat shows, shows, it's just like what. What path did you have to take in life to be like, oh, I'm going to show off so this the fucking char- cat? The charm of the documentary is that, like, they're clearly trying to, like, whoever's filming them at, be- at the beginning is like, oh, this is how serious it is. And then, like, so you follow Ula La with her owner, and then the other lady's name was Bobby. Bobby. Bobby Gang, dude. I'm Team Bobby, Bobby as well. Gang. It was like this white cat that's super adorable. And then. It was <laughs> a super chill cat. Yeah, so it starts off in the narrative, it's, it's Ula La versus Bobby. And then out of nowhere, another cat comes in. What was that cat's name? The uh, something, something outrageous for sure. I can't remember what it was though. Because um, none of the cats have cool names. I'll tell you that right now. This kind of reminds me of the fucking uh, the Donkey Kong documentary. Yes, it is, dude. Sort okay, I, also, I literally said that one. I was like, this, this is very similar to the fucking King of Kong because it's just like this just weird like one subculture versus another, and then yeah, and they're and they're constantly yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fucking huh. King of Kong is an amazing movie though. Yeah. If you haven't seen that and you're listening, I'm you down to rewatch totally that. Again. Watch that. It's, it's fucking. Time. You know why though? Because what does he say? We're getting an end screen. Kill it's screen like kill screen coming up. up. There's so many memes in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> People on like sports or whatever still use that. They go kill screen coming up like. Um, <laughs> But anyway, so a third cat comes along and it starts winning championships and all that. And then there, the two ladies are like butthurt about it. And then like, there's a scene. The funniest part about that though is like the documentary kind of is making fun of the fact that they think they're at like a dog show where dog shows there's so many breeds and they're prestigious and there's purebreds and they're smart and dumb and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, they do this thing where there's a part of the show where they have to take them in this little cage yeah, room. Yeah, the obstacle where they, course. Yeah, it's an obstacle course, and not one person can get their fucking cat to do anything. Well, yeah, because <laughs> they're no the obstacles. Doesn't matter how good your cat is, they're not gonna fucking do. And that. they have like these little strings and all that, and only one person has like a little baby kitten, and it jumps through the hoop and every like. Pan up to a fucking row of old women that like they're the like oh, <laughs> and then the best part is just the petty bullshit that goes on. Like yeah. I don't know, I would be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if like it came out later that one of the ladies poisoned the other one's cat because 
they were doing the judging and Bobby's up there, the little white cat, and it starts hacking up a hairball and throwing up his orange liquid all over the thing and it ruins oh. that person's score. Hmm. Oh. And then the lady... It's the cameraman is watch, like showing you the cat throwing up, and it starts to pan over to the right a little bit, and her rival is sitting there just losing it, laughing, because she's like, "I won!" <laughs> like you're like, "There's no worse thing that can happen to your cat than when it's getting judged for its coat and how shiny it is and how well groomed it is and like how well behaved it is, and it just starts throwing up, and it's all over the chick's clipboard and hands and all that, and it just cuts to the other lady who's like, "Oh yeah," and then that's when I was like, "This is amazing, Mr. Krabs." The weirdest part about the documentary, though, is the lady, I can't remember her name for the life of me, but she has the bobby cat, keeps saying, like, these weird euphemisms or phrases and all that, and they don't make any sense. And then the camera people, who are whoever edited it, will just leave it on after they're yeah. done talking. They'll just leave the shot on for, like, three extra seconds for so you see how the lady points. reacts. And she's just like, mm-hmm. Like, at one point, she says, and I'm paraphrasing again, um... You know, uh, getting people together for a cat show is a lot like getting scuba divers together. No one shows up or uh, they're all super late. <laughs> and she starts, like, giggling at the camera. And then, like, I was like, has anyone ever said that in the history of ever? Yeah, that's, that's like, not a known thing. And then cut to 20 minutes later, she goes into this whole spiel about how, you know, cats aren't her only, like, hobby. She also likes to be a scuba dive. So she's a scuba diver on the side, too. So hmm. and then she talks about how, like, she spends most of her time in Mexico scuba diving and all that. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> So, yeah, that documentary was great. The one, which one did we watch first? Was it the cat one? I think so, yeah. The one that Bryce walked in on like 20 minutes in um, that Faith wanted us to talk about those, is it Abducted in Plain Sight is the name of it? Um, I post about it on Instagram. <sighs> Fucking yikes. Holy that shit, this documentary. Um, in terms of so? like, okay, so fire, the Fire Festival doc- Fire Festival documentary, it was just like, oh, I thought it was just a funny meme, but it was actually way worse than it was. Yeah. This one was just like, what the fuck? The Fire Festival, <laughs> you, you have no idea how bad it is until you watch both of them. Yeah. Yeah, Especially you really do need to watch both to cover get like a complete things. picture of it. And Which one? Did, I saw the Netflix one, huh? I like the Netflix one more because it really follows the people that are working with him. The yeah. Hulu one's more of like a financial, like it shows you the numbers of what's going on and it interviews him and you kind of get an idea of how crazy he is. And let me tell you, for anyone who hasn't seen it, the dude basically embezzled and lied and, and fucked with numbers and all that and cost people millions, like millions of dollars. Like It's it, a lot more complicated than than what you would think. Yeah, and like not only did he cost people millions, there was an island, like is it near Barbados or something like that? Yeah, off it was the called, coast uh, of because I just watched it today with mom. It was called uh, Great Great Exuma. Yeah, Great Exuma. So this is an island apparently that Pablo Escobar used to own and all that. Oh wait, that was a different island. Oh, so that's but the one see, we, didn't we get. were the one we were watching. Uh, the Netflix one's the one me and Mom watched. That they mentioned that they they bought the they bought the island outright for a million dollar down payment, and then I think it was like nine million after that that they had to pay you know on in increments or whatever. Stuff. And then, um, but the the owner said <laughs> that that they were buying it from wanted it, the island to have a new reputation because it had a bad reputation because of Pablo Escobar. So he said, whatever you do, you can't advertise that this was owned by Pablo Escobar. So then they immediately make a fucking ad that says, this island was once owned by Pablo Escobar, which, uh, like, the honestly, thing. that's what, like, half the people, you know, they were like, oh, fuck, we got to go to that. That Like, that's definitely, like, a cool thing to advertise. But so they, they voided the contract and took the land back. So they had to, like, get a whole new fucking island. And the island they got was... It was the, a housing development. It was a housing development. It was also like a parking lot for a Sandals resort that closed down. So yeah, it was like right outside of a Sandals resort. Yeah, like near an airport that, that would land people. But anyway, the guy only got six years in prison. And he like will probably on good behavior will get out in three. So 
Yeah, I don't know. And he'll he never will have to pay that ma- that money back either. No, because that money's just gone. White collar crimes, there really is no punishment for them. Apparently, that's what I learned from that documentary. But anyway, so we started one called "Abducted in Plain Sight," and I remember Robert had started it or got. How far did you get in before we started watching it? Because you were like warning me for shit. You're like, "Hey, pay attention." I was, got to the aliens, and then I was like, "Okay, this is too crazy. I need to wait for it." This documentary is essentially about a Mormon family in which their next door neighbor uh, kidnaps their daughter twice, not once, but twice. And you go, Oh, that's weird. How did that, they, they're just negligent. And the person picked him up and put him in the van. No, he like no, infiltrated their family. It he wasn't like, yeah. This started dude, affairs with the wife. Well, no, let's go into it from the beginning though. So there's this Mormon family, their next door neighbors. Is that what they were? The next door neighbors are down the street. Or I something? think they met at church. They said, Oh, okay. And there's like this guy named... a new family in town or whatever? The main character that gets kidnapped, his name, her name's Jan, and then the guy that did it, his name, they call him B the entire documentary. Which is really cringe. And Robert pointed it out to me, and he was 100% correct, that throughout the documentary, you can tell these people aren't mad at him at all. And in fact, some of them are still like in love with him. And it starts off with them talking about how they would go on family trips together. Like they would have like, they would go to the lake and, and kind of hang out, and they were Mormons, and you, they all do that kind of stuff. It's like the way that they talk about him... No, you know you're watching a true crime documentary, so you don't know yet when you first started. You're like, you know he did something wrong, but the way they talk about him, it's like, oh, he was such a great guy. He was always, you know, he always wanted to hang out, and he always would come over to the functions. And then, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, but then he fucking kidnaps your daughter twice. Like, I know that from reading the fucking description. So, obviously, he wasn't that good of a guy. They kind of act like he was a cult leader, and they're still, like, like mesmerized. That's kind of what it felt like, yeah. I think he just had that, like, cult of personality. That Ted Bundy personality. Um, which I need to watch the tapes now that everyone's losing it over it. Um, that's interesting, but it's it's kind of it's not that great. I don't know. You've seen better. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's it's interesting, I guess. But anywho, so essentially, the the main character B, who's the bad guy, is obsessed with their daughter Jan, and they they keep inviting her on family trips with his family. So like, and it's one of those things where he would start spending the night in her bed and all that, and. It's slowly revealed later on that he was, like, roofing her and, like, molesting her every night for, like... At one point, they, they gave, like, a, an estimate that he was spending four to five nights at her house a week for six months at a certain point. This is before the kidnapping even began. So, like, he was laying in, like, seeds of, like, evil, like, early on. And we're... Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't want to ruin it, but at the same time, like, like, you can't really understand the documentary without talking about the hand job, but... Yeah. Basically, what happens One is... One of the most legendary moments in any documentary I've ever seen. Where yeah. It's like, huh? The, that's going to be a documentary now thing. It has to be. Yeah. Um, essentially, the guy is, like, flirting with the mom character and, like, kind of, like, hanging out with a daughter character, and it's very creepy. And the, the family even admitted that it was creepy. And, in fact, there's a scene where the dad owns his own business and he's talking about how B drove up and he's like, yeah, I could see in his eyes he was acting crazy. So he said, let's go for a ride. And I'm like... Any normal person would be like, no, I got stuff I got to do. Sorry, man, maybe another time. And just, it would never happen. But for some reason, this Mormon man in 1972 decided to get in the car with him. And then they drive to like an open field somewhere where no one else is at. And he starts complaining about how he hates his wife and he doesn't have sex anymore. And then like the, it's this old man who's, (laughs) I don't even know how to describe him. Like you just got to watch the documentary, but he starts going in, in detail about how like, he's like, the words he keeps using is like, I can't get any relief. He's like, I can't I need get some any relief. relief. Will you please Can give, you me, give some me some relief? And then like, he's like, it cuts back to the real old man in life and in real life now. And he's like, I look down and, 
and he had an erection. He's like, I could see he was aroused. I could see he was excited. <laughs> Just the way he says it, it's like, what? Well, have you noticed that each person they interview in this documentary doesn't want to outright say what happened? So they very, very yeah, slowly they lead into it. So he goes, I looked down and he was excited uh, by, by way of arousal. Like, it's like <laughs> he had an erection. We get it. And then he leans over and grabs my hand and goes, would you, would you give me relief? And then, well, the creepiest thing too is he says like the the guy apparently the guy was like he's like oh it's just kid stuff and he like laughs it off it's like what dude like, yeah so what are you talking he about? reaches over and grabs his hands like will you give me relief and then he goes what and he goes yeah it's just kid stuff like it's just kid stuff and then which stop and ask yourself if someone reached over and grabbed your hand and was like give me a hand job it's just kid stuff I don't know in any situation whether or not you have a gun a knife any I would never do it it's just not my uh, my 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 prerogative you know what I mean. So, in the documentary... <laughs> I think my instinct would just punch him in the dick. Like, no. Yeah, no. Well, that's no. what he wants. So, um, True. The old man's like, I made the, the biggest mistake of my life, and I gave him a, a hand job. Or he goes, I, 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 he goes, I gave him relief uh, via masturbation. Yeah, the way, the oh, way he said God. it, yeah. It's, it's just, it's like, it's and one then thing... And it just cuts to him crying. They won't, like, it, it's like a 30-second long thing. He's like... <laughs> It's one thing to see like a guy, he's like crying and he's like, oh, I cheated on my wife at like an office party or something. But it's another thing where it's like, this guy just asked me point blank if I'd give him a hand job and I said, sure, why not? It's like, well, wait a minute. Like you, you could have negotiated. You could have been like, uh, I don't know, man. Like maybe go to a prostitute or something. Like you could have talked your way out of that situation, but like, you're sitting here you crying. Have, you have hands, you do it. Well, like, he just, the way he was like crying about it, it's like, you're trying to like imply like this guy forced you to do it, but you really didn't put up much of a fight. Like not only that, he said he was just trying to be friendly. <laughs> that was his excuse. He goes, oh, I just wanted to be friendly. Like, you have no idea how cool this guy was, dude. Like, <laughs> he's, and then he's a fucking B, dude. That guy was rad. Like, of course I. Oh did man, it. dude, he couldn't <laughs> be any cooler. Uh, so that <laughs> happens, and then it cuts to the mom, and then you're like, does the mom know? And then she starts telling her story, where like he started like uh, flirting with her, and then she started going to his house. Well, first of, of all, she started. He started fl- flirting with her, right? And then she 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 keeps saying the same phrase. I stayed too long, and but like I guess yeah, they for, okay. So for the first, it's an hour and a half long documentary. For the first forty minutes, you're unsure whether or not she actually cheated because she keeps yeah. saying I stayed a little too long. And she basically gra- is like, oh, we, we, we made out for a little bit. Yeah, she's like, he grabbed he grabbed my breasts. Like it's so weird how they talk in this movie. But then later, after the kidnapping, after he fu- they they like have to like beg her to beg him to let her come home, and like the fucking police have to come find her and shit. Uh, after all that shit goes down, then uh, he, he keeps calling the wife and he's like, hey, I'm in love with you and, and we should be together. And she's like, okay, but you got to tell me why, why did you try to marry my daughter in Mexico? Because that's what happened. He literally got, because it was legal to get married in Mexico. So he took her to Mexico, kidnapped her, and they got married. Yeah, but... And the then he's like, come passing- over to my house and I'll explain it to you. So the thing that we're passing up on is the way he kidnaps her is so cringe and stupid. Like, I don't know how... B goes over to their house and he goes... Um, is it cool if I take, he's like, is it cool if I take your daughter to the lake? And they go, I don't know. Well, they're going to see the horses because no, the horses, you're right. Cause yeah. he gives her later. He says, got to make sure you take your allergy pill for the horses. Yeah. And it turns out to be a fucking roofie. And then she wakes up in fucking Mexico. But his excuse is, he goes, look, we're going to go to the horses right now. And the horses are clearly 20 minutes away or something like that. And they go, I don't know. It's a school night. And he goes, well, how about, how about I come back tomorrow? And then she goes, please, can we just go see the horses tonight and all that? And it's like, God damn it. You guys are shitty parents. Yeah, like, really. So he takes her to go to the horses and goes, yeah, you need to take your fucking allergy medication. And then she's like, the last thing I remember is I passed out in the car and I, and then she woke up handcuffed to a bed and all that. And 
Here's where the documentary, if you thought the hand job was weird. Oh, yeah. Fuck, we didn't even, like, the alien shit is what happens next, where it's like, she she's like, I woke up in bed, and there was this box that was playing, like, this, like, monotone voice was telling me about these two aliens named Zeta and Zethra, and, like, how I was half alien, yeah. and my my biological father was not my real father, but I had an alien father, and how I had to, I was supposed to give birth to, like, a, a new alien baby, and... The, I was supposed to deal with this B guy and all this shit, and it's like, what the fuck? Well, he... in fact, the, I th- I, if I'm, I might be remembering this wrong, Faith just watched it recently, so she could correct me. But um, he, he, the way what it says is like the man in the next room is the one who who will impregnate you. Yeah, and then she like walks that. out and doesn't sees say anything about guy. it being B, and she walks out and it just so happens to be B, who clearly has like fake blood. I mean, obviously they yeah, he had it, fake blood on him. I forgot about but that. But he like gave he put like fake blood and scratches all over him, and then he's he like, he whoa, whoa, what did what happened? Did you hear any messages from from any? Extraterrestrial beings. <laughs> he's like, whoa! Did you happen to get any like crazy messages? Dude, he's like, did anybody did anybody call while I was gone? Or? <laughs> he's like, you didn't happen to hear anything about me having sex with you? Did you? We're supposed to? Is that is that all right? You sure? You know that plan? I, I thought I heard something. That uh, plan only works if she remembers <laughs> to be like, oh yeah, you're supposed to have sex with me. So it's like he had probably was like. Like in reality, I guarantee what happened was like so. Like, did did you also hear that we need to have sex? And <laughs> yeah, I'm and sure stuff? he prodded. Like, I I heard some interesting stuff recently. Did, did you also get the news <laughs> that we need to um, have sex with a 12 year old when I'm an old man? Because that's that's what I had heard from aliens, of course. And then the thing was the aliens on the thing, and it kept saying that it was a mission, a mission yeah. from God, and that if she didn't do it, her sister Susan would go blind. Yeah, which was Whoa. so weird and specific. That, that has that has to be something from Mormonism. That just that's too weird to be like a random thing. <laughs> her sister would go blind, and her dad would be dead. Well, like I think she he said something about like she's. They were like, "Oh, my dad will be removed," which I knew he meant that they were gonna die. And then something about like she was gonna be vaporized or something. Yeah, she right? would just be vaporized into the fucking wall. Um, <laughs> just like holy what? shit, dude. He's like, yeah, you know, you wouldn't want that mission to go wrong, right? Let's have, um, yeah. So here's how I know this guy's like a fucking con man because I didn't well, put it together. If that until, wasn't enough, yeah. If that wasn't enough, he she describes a, a, a again. I'm gonna get graphic here. A sexual situation in which he only put like an inch of him into her is what how she called it or something like that. And I was like, well, that's weird. Why would he only? And then it comes back later on that like one like so they're in Mexico when she wakes up. Like he drove her all the way there and all that. And when the federales show up and all that. They examine her and find out that she her hymen. Oh has, shit! I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, her hymen's not broken, so she technically hasn't she hasn't lost her virginity. So the do, yeah, they they were they said the pe- the people that um, he would have gotten a lot of trouble if that had happened because she was a virgin and all that. So the parents didn't want to press that many charges because there wasn't actually rape occurring. Because the doctors no, that like saw her were like, oh yeah, she wasn't raped. There's no sign of rape because so, of that. Yeah, so like this guy thought way in advance. Like I didn't I, even think about that. That's that's some fucking next level. Yeah. Like, uh, I wonder he was playing chess again. Dude. I wonder if Faith caught that because I mean she's a woman that might cross her mind. But like, I was watching that and I was like, "That's weird. Why would he only put like an inch in?" And like they they kept mentioning that over and over again, and then they, they never put the the they never put that together for you. So I just remembered that. But um, so they go to Mexico and she doesn't even want to come back. She's like, "Oh, yeah. I'm stoked to marry." Remember, you. she was just like, "Why did you do this to us? Why did you come get?" Because because she, she believes in the mission. She thinks it's real. Yeah, she keeps so then, saying over and over again. She was like afraid of like coming home because if she failed the mission to get pregnant, that she would like her family would be blind and dead and vaporized. Well, so, so then after all that happens and they finally get her back and it's and and again like all this crazy shit. Like, this is insane. There's a lot more. Like then, 
like I said, so he marries her while they're in Mexico. And then like the, he call starts calling the wife when the husband's not there and saying like, I love you and I need you and all this shit. And she's like, okay, but like, why did you marry no. my daughter in Mexico? No, here's the thing. We're skipping over something really important. Um, when they get back, he's in prison still. And they, the B's wife comes over cause he's married this whole time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's important. That. So B's wife comes over and explains it. Like to, she takes the husband who jerked off the guy. You got to remember that. That's very important. This comes back almost always. She goes, if you guys don't drop the charges on him, then I am going to tell everybody that you jerked him off. And they drop the charges because he jerked him off and is afraid of the town. Cause remember this is 1970s in like Indiana, wherever they're from. I don't remember, but uh, I don't remember either. Some, some hick country. town or whatever. And obviously the last thing you want is everyone finding out you jerked another man off in the seventies when you're Mormon. So they drop the charges, and throughout this documentary, there's an FBI agent who's clearly just over the case by now. He's yeah. like, Jesus Christ, these people are stupid. Like, he warned them after the first kidnapping not to hang out with that family anymore. Don't contact them. Don't do anything. And he even ends his little sentence. He goes, and of course, they didn't like, listen. Which they did not do. <laughs> it's like, okay, dude, he's clearly been. This guy's, like, subtly roasting them the entire movie. He's like, yeah, he's like, pretty much everything that you could go wrong get, did go wrong because they're incompetent. So they drop the charges. He only serves, like, a year in prison or something like that. Did he even go to prison? Because the court overthrew it, and they tried to try him anyway. He didn't, and I'm trying to remember why. There was some reason he got out of it somehow, and it was something stupid. Oh, he pleaded insanity. I don't think that it was something? something weird. He he like pleaded so or pleaded. I don't know. There was some kind of weird technicality where he didn't have to go. Yeah, we're we're skipping over something, but like, so that happens, and then the family's like she was normal, and then like she kept saying how she wouldn't talk to anybody about it because he she was warned by him when they, the cops were there not to talk about the mission, the sexual stuff, uh, the marriage, anything. So she just wouldn't tell her family anything because she was afraid of dying, or and then her dad and sister obviously, and then. Um, that B guy comes back and he starts going, um, oh no, yeah, he did. He pleaded like, um, insanity. Cause remember they, they assigned him a therapist and he claimed that the therapist told him that he needs to spend more time. Oh yeah. Him. He, so he goes back to the parents as part of my therapy is that I have to spend time alone with your daughter. And they're like, sure. Why not? Yeah. Like, God damn. <laughs> Again. And then meanwhile, every once in a while it cuts to his brother. Who's like, yeah, he was a pedophile. I knew that. It's like, uh, I'm saving uh, it for the end, but the way he, what happens at the end blew my mind, my yeah. fucking mind. Um, but anyway, so eventually after all that shit goes down, he, he starts talking to the wife and then she, he's, she's like, okay, but why'd you marry my daughter in Mexico? But yeah, so, but before and he's that, like, though, he goes like, yeah, my therapist said I need to spend more time with your daughter. So he just starts spending the night every night yeah. with a daughter. And she starts talking about how she's like recanting all these times of like, she would wake up in the middle of the night and her panties would be down all the way and he'd be like having her arm, his arm around her and he goes, oh, you were tossing and turning all night. I wonder if like maybe um, you, your, your underwear fell down because you were tossing and turning. And she's like, oh yeah, for sure. Like that's, that's normal. And then again, like uh, they, they get mad at him and then she's like, why did you try and marry my daughter in Mexico? And then he's like, well, um, just come over and we'll talk about it. And then she comes over and instead of talking about that, they just start fucking. Like regularly she said she went over 11 times which we all know means she went over about 45 times so now he's getting jerked by the husband and jerked by the wife and jerked by the daughter he he's like dude he's got that family fucking on his dick like yeah he like no offense to if this offends anyone he was literally fucking the family over like hardcore and um so the second time that she disappears she just straight up like disappears 
Um, yeah, because you remember they, they say eventually they're like, he just pulled up to her window one night and said, get in the car. And yeah. then, and she did it because she was still like convinced she was in love with him. And we got to wrap it up because you have yeah, it's almost 46. But um, I'm down and chilled, but still, uh, it's 11.46. But uh, so... From there, he takes her to California and enrolls her into in a, a fucking all girls Catholic school. All girls Catholic school, and claims that he's a CIA agent, and his whole crew died except for him, and he's afraid of them, the people that killed his crew, finding his daughter. Yeah, he literally tells tells the staff if anyone ever calls and asks about her, make sure you don't tell them it's actually her because they're just bad guys trying to kill me. It's like what? And then of course nuns believe that. Yeah, and then and when they call to be like, hey, do you have this student? They're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get a lead, and this, the FBI is involved, and they're like, "Hey, we're the FBI. Um, we're looking for this daughter. Her name's Jan, like Brobert, Brogert. Bro, is it Brobert? I think it was Brogert, like Frogert and Gogert. Uh, for all the stuff he did that was pretty maniacal, the the idiot only changed one letter in her name, like so they were able to find her pretty easily. Yeah, it was like Drobert or something. Yeah, instead of, <laughs> it was like the same name though. It was like instead of Jan Brobert, it's Bro something, but like he changed it to Jan. I think Gro- it was Broberg. Broberg, and he changed she he changed to Jan Groberg, and they're like, okay, well that's clearly her. We're coming Jane down. Jan Groberg, and then um, <laughs> so anyway, like he again doesn't get in any trouble for that. Like, because, I don't know. And, then, like, later on, she writes a book about it. And the weirdest thing is he starts showing up to all the book signings. and claiming That was hard to watch. That was cringe. Yeah, she's claiming she's making it all up. And this is 30 years after this all went down. So he had to have been stalking her all the time to realize that's all going on. And apparently she goes, all right, well, I will forgive you if you will go to trial and, like, accept your sentence as, like, a pedophile and, like, do your years. So he starts going to trial and then decides that he's like, ah, I don't want to deal with it. So he just kills himself. And yeah. his, the way that the film pr- introduces that information to you is priceless. It's almost as good as the handjob scene where, like, they're talking about that. His older brother, the B, the bad guy's older brother, is throughout the documentary, and he's just very nonchalant. Yeah, I knew he was a pedophile. He was always off. And then, like, later on in the middle of it, he's like, yeah, I don't know why they'd let him hang out with their daughter. That was weird. He like, also, well, remember, too, is just like, he came, he's like, they, he came to work for me selling cars. He's like, he's like, boy, he could sell anybody a car. He's, he sold so many cars. It's like, <laughs> well, no shit. He just fucking like worked his way into this family. He got a hand job from another man. I guarantee you he, he could sell a million cars. And then he goes, yeah, he decided he didn't want to go to prison. So he drank bleach and a bunch of pills and offed himself. He's just like, yeah, he killed himself. Like, it's just the way he talks is so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, also, just one final note. The way. <laughs> She was at a Catholic school, and she goes, the way I found out it, none of the mission was real was I explained it to her, her, like her best friend, and her best friend was like, you don't really believe that, do you? And then she's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, that kind of does sound dumb. And then she's like, okay, well, I guess I've, the mission's over. Well, remember on the, it was like her, she had to have a child by 16 or the, all that shit would go down, and then like on her 16th birthday, she's like, I woke up and, and nothing happened, and I was like, oh, okay. It's yeah. just like, can you imagine the pressure? Like, if you really believed all that, although, I mean, you can't really judge another person, but it's like, dude, you're 15 and you're thinking the aliens are, are going to kill you if you don't have a child? Like, still at 15? Yeah. The only, the only thing I can give her uh, the benefit of the doubt is, like, she was starting to get I was pretty cynical by the time I was 15. I don't know. I don't know she if I still She was getting brainwashed by, like, 13, though. True, yeah. I mean, and, like, that's grooming, If you're in, like, a weird Mormon cult where, like, you're taught to believe anything an older person tells you, I can see her getting brainwashed. Being pretty with, harsh on the Mormons in this episode. I mean, Hope we don't have any Mormon listeners. Yeah, that's a good point. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, no, I'm not. 
I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, it, just in religion in general, as a kid, like, you're taught these things and all that, and I don't know, you, you want to follow them. I guess I can give her that. The weird, the weirdest part about it all is that she's a famous actress now. Well, I don't know about famous. She's a character actor. She, yeah, I was going say, she, the one thing I recognize her from is she's in that um, Maniac remake with uh, Elijah Wood, but she's in a couple, she's on, like, a couple mainstream movies and TV shows, too. It's kind of weird yeah. that she's just, like, an actor now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, actually, it kind of makes sense when, like, by the end of it, she's in, like, all-Catholic school, and she's in the drama club and, like, acting. Oh, yeah, she went to, like, drama camp or something. Yeah, and that that's when she found out. She told her best friend there, but I don't know. That was... I remember I kept looking at my phone, and Rob was like, hey, pay attention. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, it's well, getting Well, there were weirder. certain parts, too, I was just like... I remember, too, I, I told Faith to watch it, and she was, like, texting me while her and Drew were watching it. And she, like, every, like, slowly, she'd be like, wait, this just happened? And I'm like, you don't even know what's about to happen. Like, keep going. <laughs> And we yeah. just spoiled the whole thing for you. I guess we probably should have mentioned. I mean, I feel like <laughs> most people aren't going to watch it. I was going to say, yeah, at this point, you really don't have to. We just gave you all the best stuff, like anything. That I would say you if, you wanna, if you are interested in that, please watch it because the, the way these people talk about him is just like as if he did nothing wrong. <laughs> the only person who condemned him was the, the main character girl at the, the end. The FBI guy is just like this fucker right here. And his brother, too, is just like, yeah, he was a pedophile. I knew that. He's like, yeah, we all knew that. Like, he acted as if it was like public knowledge, and I guess it was because they found out later yeah. on that he had already done time, like a year in prison for touching another little kid, three other little kids actually. So, I don't know. If you guys want to support the podcast, uh, <laughs> this is weird, weird note to go out on, but it's a uh, bestbros.com or sound or goddamn it, Patreon.com/slash bestbros, and then SoundCloud.com/slash/bestbros. You can just subscribe; that helps us out too. Um, if you have any uh, documentaries you want us to watch or topics or whatever, I'm I'm I'll watch anything honestly, especially after that. I'm in a documentary mood, my man. I wish Jacob was here for that because that was a ride. Yeah, that was a wild ride for sure. Uh, I wish and was... I love a documentary that respects your time. That was only like an hour and thirty. True. Yeah, that was a short documentary. So most of them are like nine parts. So I'll look through some of the ones I've seen and try and find <clears> some weird. ones I kind of want to watch the staircase one because of how ridiculous. The only that problem one. with that one is it's really slow, like because it's French, so it's like. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> you know I want to I mean? hear the phone call though. <laughs> you could probably just look that up on YouTube. It happened again. <laughs> that is a that's that was like one of those when I first started getting the true crime. That was like one of the ones that everyone's like, "Oh, you got to see this one." Yeah. Um, an innocent man or whatever I hear is good. I yeah, like halfway through that, it's pretty interesting. All right, well. Man, Evil Genius, that was a fucking good one on Netflix. That was amazing. About the bomb Me and Bryce, I think, marathon that yeah. one. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to support us, we could always use the extra money, buy more mics, and help pay the bills. I keep forgetting there's a season two of Making a Murder. We never actually watched that. No, we didn't, but also, clearly, it wasn't that big a yeah, deal. Yeah, because nobody talked about it, so I, I'm guessing nothing interesting happened in it. Yeah. All right, see you next week. Also, by the way, this is the first time we did a podcast a week apart in a long time, so I'm kind of happy about so that. So don't get used to it. Yeah, you, we're going to try and maintain that. Hopefully get some more traction. Uh, give us money. <laughs>